0: This is Free Talk Live, the Sunday edition. It is the show about your calls, minus the two regular co-hosts, Ian and Mark. Tonight, it is Sam here joining you, and Wayne.
1: And Stephanie.
0: And, uh, well, we've got a number of stories that we're going to talk about tonight. I know, uh, Stephanie, you want to talk about some of the things going on in Grafton related to the uh, right to record in court. And, uh, Wayne, you want to tell us about uh, U.S. banks financing the, uh, the drug war along the Mexican border and some of the chaos and havoc that that's wreaking. But, uh, well, I've just come back from Central Square and we've had a little chaos created by the uh, Keene Police Department here in uh, Keene on this lovely Sunday afternoon. And so uh, let's get into that. We have, first off, let's just get the details out. I know that at least five, if not six or seven people have been arrested um, it, this all happened in Central Square. They were given citations over uh, open containers, dragged away in police cars. They brought out all the the cops and so forth but that 's not how it started out uh, I was actually happened to see the some of the beginning phases of this. Uh, I was on my way down to uh, social Sundays and I traveled through Central Square on my bike. I saw the cop there, stopped, and was out uh, Uh, inside the central square. Now, normally that's kind of been the DMZ all of this time that, uh, you know, the police know that we're there. They know that we're drinking. They know that people are consuming cannabis. They walk around the outside of the square. We've been having this nightcap, uh, now for the last couple, uh, few weeks, I guess, starting, you know, 11 o'clock, everybody goes down, has a drink, some people smoke, enjoy each other, hang out in the park and then go home.
1: And that's new, but the cannabis has been going on for almost a year now, right? Oh,
0: Almost for a year during the 420s, but it's cooler at night. More people are out of work, so more mm-hmm. locals are showing up. How it's, does it
2: smell down there?
0: smells pretty good. It <laughs> smells like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's the, the uh, 11 o'clock nightcap has really been gaining some popularity, and I'm seeing a lot more locals and, and different folks than we get from some of the uh, 420 celebrations. Well, who gets kept? Nobody gets capped. Okay. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> a term, having a night I know. I know. Come on, Wayne. I was a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Who so it's <gets> cap, brother? <laughs> so I'm riding my bike into the square, and I see the police over talking to a group of activists, and this is Rich Paul uh, and a few of the other local uh, keen activists or area activists. And they're hold- They hold. Have- first off, they're holding beers in their hands, some of them, and there is a city ordinance in Keene that says, you can't drink uh you can't drink alcohol in, in public out of an open container. And so, uh, you know, the cops... Well, oh, that's
1: funny because they just were.
0: <laughs> well, they have a, they have a uh, liquor commission to protect and ensure that they can go around and terrorize all of the neighborhood bars and get them to act the way that they think is appropriate.
1: Yeah, but they wrote it down and the activists didn't stop drinking beer from open containers.
0: Right. You know, yeah, funny. it didn't really work. Well, it turns out the reason that the cops even came out in the first place is because they got a call. Now apparently there's this big guy that's uh likes to sunbathe out in the on the public benches without his shirt on. Does he have man boobs? He's about three hundred and fifty pounds. So he's got a him. little I more than that him going keen. on. <laughs> <laughs> I about
2: him. Now was he the one who got his nipples painted?
0: No, he was not. No, we're oh. gonna get to that. You're jumping ahead. <laughs> oh sorry
2: <laughs> that. I just love this stuff. So
0: the guy who the, the sunbathing guy uh who is you know, he's on some medication. He's, he gets a little angry. He's had some encounters with the activists before where he's screaming at them, calling them names, doing personal attacks and so forth. I talked to him a few times since then, and he's sort of coming around and being a little more friendly. Well, he had a shopping cart full of, like, two-liter Coke bottles and things that were empty. And he was there using the public water fountain to fill up the water bottles. And someone called the police.
1: What? That was why they got called?
0: That was why they came out. Oh wow. So then, once they're in the square, now they have the excuse of, Oh, Oh, well, um, what's going on water. over here? Well, no, I, I mean, uh, what can they really do about that? It's a public water fountain. Why would they even respond to that? Mm. I mean, you if I got that person on the phone, I'm sorry, man. The, the public water fountain is there for the public to use. <laughs> if he wants to fill up water bottles, he can do that.
1: Was it the fact that he was... Like in a state of undress, or that he was using. I don't think body?
0: so, because I mean that issue's been uh, well addressed here in uh, Keene, mm-hmm. with when Cassidy was arrested for being topless and then released without charges. Mm-hmm. So does he jiggle a lot? He he's pretty tight. <laughs> he like drinks a lot, I think. So he's got that leathery skin kind of look going but uh and and he's very well tanned or red
1: he
2: can't wiggle his pecs like i can
1: (laughs) oh i see this in
0: the studio (laughs) oh this show's going downhill
1: (laughs) well we have to make a little bit of light of it yeah (laughs)
0: all right so they use this as the excuse to go over and what's going on over here i see some open containers and, 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 and you can't do that the ordinances say so and uh, you know they're talking to him, and I hear this is when I roll up in the middle of this, and I hear the cops saying, "Well, yeah, but if you live here, you have to follow the the rules. You have to obey the Constitution. You have to do this, and you have to do that." And you know they're uh, they're not really getting anywhere. Uh, the cops not getting anywhere. The activists aren't getting anywhere because the cops unwilling to engage in critical thinking. He just relies on, as well, it's it's the law." My job is to uh, uphold the law, so I'm not going to even think about the moral questions because then I might have to do something different. That so, in would other be words, hard. it was
2: more about the open container than it was their behavior.
0: Yes. So he tells them to pour the container, the beers out, or whatever, and uh, they they uh, they're taking their time with it. And and he tells this girl Haika, who's one of the locals, not a, a, a Free State Project mover or anything, uh, to you know, hey, I need to go. You need to to take care of that. So she starts chugging it
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> right nice. in front of him. And Defiance. he says, <laughs> he
0: says uh, are you trying to, to, you know, push my buttons or what? something to that effect? And uh, eventually she throws it away. But as soon as the cops leave, they're right back out with a beer, drinking some more. I head down to Social Sundays and then get a call that, uh, well, they're out here arresting somebody. So I get back and they've got Johnny Ray, one of the local uh, keen activists, uh, over by the police car, and they're writing him a citation for an open container. And so, this while this is going on, there's two cops there. They park in the outside of the square, blocking traffic. Uh, and this was a totally peaceful day. There was there was no fighting. There was there were uh, people just relaxing, enjoying the park. It was a beautiful day out, hanging out, talking, having an adult beverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not a, not a problem. Not anything that we need people with guns to come out and, and put a stop to.
1: <laughs> yeah. you said it was a peaceful day. It was peaceful until the cops came until
0: the cops came. Yeah. They created a huge problem. So, um, let's see. Then I go back over to, uh, I have some words with the cop. I start quicking this and the, the, the videos are on my phone, but they have not uploaded to quick. We'll get those to uh free keen here as soon as we can. Mm. And they're talk He, the cop is talking to this girl on the bench. Heika is her name. And, um, uh, they're saying, you know, you, were you here before you got warned? And you, you, you know that this is against the law like we didn't know before. And so we're talking to them about, you know, well, who's your victim? And one of the cops was saying, well, me, I'm the victim. I'm like, well, how were you harmed? <laughs> they <laughs> have got no answer. You know, we're like, you could just use discretion and leave. And, you know, this wouldn't be an issue. Right now, you could just walk away and say, y'all have a nice day because clearly nobody wants you here. And we actually took a vote. <laughs> there were about yeah. There were about twelve activists there or twelve or fifteen people standing around the cop and we said, Okay, who wants the cops here to leave, to, to not do anything, to exercise discretion and just go away? Everybody raised their hands. And the cops looking around at this, and we're like, "Look, you've been voted off the island, buddy. It's is Time to go. <laughs> nice. Leave the square." And well, they just—he well, no, must have they don't got very it.
2: upset and probably felt very rejected.
0: They were, you know, the, the King Police is very good at dealing with this. I, I give them credit hands down for their professionalism and the way that they respond. They're very uh, calm and collective mm-hmm. for the most part. Now, one of the yeah. cops will get to um, got a little bit upset and angry his siren on and, and, you know, jumped out of the car, was ready to run Ian down in the road. Um. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know, Sam, I was going to say, when you said before that uh, uh, the cops showed up and they asked the people with open containers to just pour out the beer... If that's the only thing that they did, well, I mean, I'd rather them not do that. But it's at least they're not arresting anyone or hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but then they came back and you know showed up in more force, right? But that, yeah,
0: that's an amicable solution is to just say, well, pour out the beer. You know, I saw this, so I I feel like I have some duty to to tell you guys to pour out your perfectly good beverages and waste that beer. money. Yeah. 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 But like the not But uh, they, didn't, they didn't really decide to do that. They felt that, hey, our authority has been challenged here. And so we've got to step up and show them that we run S here. This is our streets, it's our town, and we're going to do what we want, and you'll have to obey. Uh, we'll be back with more on this story. Uh, coming up, you can call in 603-435-1105. Share your thoughts. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the Sunday edition. It's still the show about your calls. If you make them 603-435-1105, you can call in, take control, bring up anything that's on your mind. Tonight, it's it's Sam here with you.
1: And Wade. And Stephanie.
0: About to say Ian. He's on my mind here. Uh, In case you haven't heard and you're uh, just tuning in, we... um, We've had a little incident here in Keene. The, the police decided to create a stir and uh, disrupt a peaceful gathering in the park today. And, uh, well, Ian's in jail, <laughs> yeah. along with several other people. He's out of probation now, though, right? He, yeah, yeah. That, that's free and clear. So Good. he had nothing, mm-hmm. uh, nothing going that I'm aware of. Um so
1: what about the trespass of 12 that is charged Oh no
0: that is still actually going on Still pending on. yeah okay. so i wonder if that's going to uh, kick in and they'll keep him in jail who mm. knows i don't know we'll see
1: well, we hope he's out so, as soon as possible
0: we recounted in the last segment that uh you know there were some people down in the park uh they were enjoying the day having a, a, an open con- had an open container of beer enjoying a, a beverage no you know there was no problem there were no issues the police got called on some Unrelated incident, guy using the water fountain to fill up a water bottle because, you know, that's the kind of thing the police need to concern themselves with. They wandered over, started, uh, you know, telling, saw the people drinking alcohol, told them, hey, you can't do that. Our laws say so. And they're clearly they're doing it. So what they mean is we're going to initiate violence against you if you don't stop doing what we tell you not to do. And. They did this initially, but continued drinking, and of course the, the keen police, all they have, really all police departments, all they hold on to is, is their legitimacy. I mean, would you guys disagree? It's When you challenge their legitimacy, that's where they have to jump in and say, whoa, 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 no, we're in charge here. You're going to do as, as we say because we run things.
2: Yeah. Is it really supposed to be about we're in charge, or is it supposed to be we're here to keep the peace?
0: Well, it's supposed to be that that we're here to keep the peace, but we don't have peace officers anymore. We have law enforcement officers who are here to enforce laws that say nothing about morality. When you have peace officers, there's a tinge of moral uh, thought that goes into your actions. Nowadays, that's completely gone. I mean, now basically we have mercenaries who are hired by the city with stolen money, to go out and enforce a contract that they can change at any time by these these this group of uh, of selectmen or city councilors voting to say that okay now we want you to attack anyone who does this, I mean that's really these guys are paid mercenaries who are going out enforcing a contract with no thought to their moral to the moral actions or to their their moral acts. Yeah, I guess. that's
1: exactly it. It's unthinking, very unthinking. Yeah,
0: so. The uh, the police were there, you know, Johnny Ray was getting a citation over by outside in the outside of the square in the street uh, by one of the police cars. While the other cop is over talking to this local uh, uh, keen resident or person, Haika, uh, who is talking to them about, you know, what are you doing? There's no victim here. You're the one creating the disturbance. What would happen if you just walked away and decided not to, uh, you know, not to... Attack this and not to disrupt this peaceful gathering. Mm-hmm. And we voted him off the island. That didn't seem to work. <laughs> he didn't really that's very care innovative about that, though. I must say that's. Oh, pretty, it was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: what, what was the look on his face? I mean, you should have had that on he video. Didn't, he
0: didn't look around. I have it on the quick video, but you know, we voted, and he knew. I think what the result was, and we told him, "Hey, you're not welcome here. We don't want you guys here. Why don't you just leave? Why can't you do what the people want you to?" And they weren't really interested because. They're mercenaries. I mean, yeah. Well,
1: that's the unthinking the, aspect. The people
0: aren't paying them.
1: You're telling them they're supposed to protect and serve, right? So you're telling them what you want, which is then for them to leave and leave peaceful people alone. Ah,
0: but they're not here they, to protect and serve you and I.
1: Yeah, I guess the selectmen, some nameless who yeah. called in and well, they're, they're here to protect themselves. The Today
0: they were out protecting the uh, state liquor commission. And its authority to uh, to regulate businesses and and nitpick and uh, write them tickets and extort lots very large amounts of money from uh, the local business owners, which is why when you go into a beer go into a bar to get a beer it costs four five six seven eight dollars because of all of this bureaucracy because of all the rules and the regulations and the hoops that these bar owners have to jump through. And what we're doing is just simply going out in the park, and there was actually uh, a couple nights ago, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but a guy's out there, you know, he went to the store, bought beer, and is selling the, the beers for anybody as kind of a convenience thing. Mm-hmm. Not really making a profit. I think he was asking $2 for a, 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 a bottled beer.
1: And that's really common. I mean, I've... Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say who, who's done it, or of course, if in case they don't want people to know. But I've been to a lot of events, and I've seen that happening.
0: It is, yeah, it's great, and it's you know, it's still he's able, to, he's taking a risk and making a profit for that, and at the same time, it's an alternative to the bar, to where I don't have to go into their little regulated and controlled environment. Now there's this alternative out in Central Square, and the police just saw the opportunity to crack down on that and show that no, we don't, we're in charge here. And so they uh eventually Haika gets lifted up off the uh the park bench that she was sitting on in which by the way I've completely left out probably the best part of the story while all this is going on she was having her nipples painted so she was topless <laughs> sitting in the park the right one had a nice sunburst pattern going on it the the or the left I guess the right wasn't uh, wasn't done yet so the cops are here. Yeah, just but, exposed. And yeah. you know, I was filming it, taking pictures and so forth. And the artist is the guy who's painting all of the Lola girls. doing. A, I've seen Brooke Kelly's... Uh, wait,
1: wait. He's painting pictures of them or he's painting them? <laughs> he's painting pictures of
0: them. Oh, okay. So he's got one of Brooke Kelly that is just spectacular. Cool. I mean, it, it really looks looks great. I, I, I loved it. And um, so he's doing Heike's nipples there <laughs> while she's drinking beer. <laughs> so this is like a in a vir- the park. this is
2: like a virtual wardrobe malfunction
0: <laughs> no, no this was planned yeah. <laughs> actually there totally. were, she was about to take her shirt off some kids come into the park and then she's like oh wait wait there's kids <laughs> so <laughs> she waited for them to pass and well, then, that's
1: a complaint of the uh people is. right that they do it in front of kids or the women take their shirts no. off in front of kids
0: but what i, I just i don't understand uh, you know what yeah, the that big teaches deal the is.
1: kids that there's a difference between men and women and that and men can do okay. things that women can't yeah so i don't appreciate that i don't either as a Female, I guess. So not that I speak for all females.
0: They take her off of the bench, start dragging her over to the car. She's sort of uh, going along with them. Um, the, you know, They're they're certainly forcefully and she has dragging the her. Her, hand and no, her. No, hand. no. The cop was actually okay. holding the beer. He took it from her hands. I wasn't there for that part. But when I walked okay. up, he was holding the beer. So people are saying, well, hey, you've got an open container. Are you going to arrest yourself? Because he was standing yeah. there for a good five <laughs> or ten minutes with it.
1: <laughs> she um, should have had a sign. Do a not video? touch wet paint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did she get arrested Watch out for whip.
0: she did yeah she so did. she was taken over to the car and when that was happening I, ian's walking by me and that's when i hear him say all right that's it i'm i'm standing in front of the car i'm <laughs> oh, not nice. letting this s go down Yep. and um so he did and actually mag joined with him and uh they stood in front of the police car that heika was put into Along with also Wes, uh, one of the other, one of the new movers here to Keene. And uh, the three of them stood in front of the car. So the cop got in the car, was about to leave and was trying to back up. So Ian runs around to the back of the car. So now there's three people in front of the car, one person behind it, and they can't go anywhere.
1: Mm. Yeah, I've heard people talk Mm. about this before, like, uh, you know, saying next time there was an incident. Like this, uh, they were going to do that, surround the car, yeah. or surround a person who was getting arrested by Sit down and start singing. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's. So, uh, how did it work? I'm curious to hear. It got to there, but yeah. uh, there were a few other incidents that we're going to tell you about when we get back from the break. Uh, if you want to call in, if maybe you were there, you want to share your perspective, 603 435 1105, or just tell us what you think about this. Is this the kind of uh, state that you want to live in? Is this the world that uh, you want your children to inherit? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the Sunday edition where you can call in and bring up anything. Uh, It is brought to you by the... Free Talk Live Amplifier Program, where for just three bucks a month you can support support the show, uh, help them get on more radio stations, help them attend uh, conferences. Stations help them attend. Why am I getting an echo here? Why? Am- Ah, there we go. Had the chat (laughs) room playing. Sorry. (laughs) If you didn't notice, this is the co-host only show where sometimes we make mistakes. Tonight, it's Sam here with you.
1: And Wayne. And Stephanie. (laughs) And Stephanie,
0: thank you for uh, joining us from uh, Pork Therapy. You do your own little uh, podcast over there and people can check that out. It talks about alternative relationships, if I'm not
1: mistaken. Oh, actually, we just talk about um, any listener questions related to relationships from a liberty perspective. We're talking about... You know relationships between friends, family business, romantic anything we might you might have to ask, but uh our answers always have to do with liberty, and uh we try to keep in mind the the voluntary society where it's very important to get along with your neighbors that's why we do the show
0: absolutely okay <laughs> uh well, so for the uh since the beginning of the show here we've just been recounting what's happened so far with uh in Keene here, where we do the show from in the the local town central square, the police came in. Saw that there was some drinking going on. The activists challenged their authority and said, you know, hey, we're not hurting anybody. Why don't you just leave us alone? Uh, go find some real criminals or investigate some unsolved rapes or murders or, or crimes that have gone on in the city where there actually is a victim. Or assaults. Of- yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, what's really interesting, Sam, is that allegedly there was some pot smoking going on, but there were no arrests for that, just the open containers?
0: Which- I did not see that, so I, I don't know. Um, and I didn't, I didn't smell it or notice it while I was down there. So it may have been going on, but I didn't, didn't see anything of, of that.
1: Nobody was arrested for that.
0: Not yeah, not that I'm aware of. It could have changed. Who knows? Um, so <coughs> we've been kind of going through here. They've gotten Haika, uh, one of the two two initial people that they cited for open container. Johnny Ray went ahead and let him fill out all the citation stuff. Haika was willing to be arrested and she mentioned before she even um was taken off to the police car that the reason when the before the cops even came back the reason that she comes out to nightcap every night is because she knows it's a numbers game. She understands that if enough people show up the police won't be able to come out and do this because they just look so bad. Today they came out arrested 6 people, created a huge disturbance for for nothing because Woo! yeah
1: <laughs> that was scary way Don't do that again <laughs> I was trying to scare Somebody's you jumping
0: in her chair Like, God, they're here They're going to shut us down <laughs> So, you it's know, we left awesome. off They've got um, They've got Haika in the back of the uh, police car They're about to drive off Ian, uh, there's three people in front of the car Ian runs around and stands to the back of the car Well, the second officer Who had finished writing Johnny Ray The citation now work, Comes back around immediately to the back of the car and, uh, or no, actually, he didn't. I think he went straight to Wes, who was, uh, one of the new guys, and said, You need to move or you're going to be arrested, and da 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 da. And they throw the handcuffs on him, push him down on the hood of the car. He sort of drops to the ground and goes half limp. He, he did eventually end up, uh, walking to the police car, but just dropped to the ground when they were arresting him. And, uh, they had to drag him around a little bit. And then, uh, Wow. They go from there and arrest uh, Meg and put her in handcuffs and we get her bike out of the way. And, you know, we're trying to work out these guys have their stuff everywhere. So activists Man. are going back to get that because half of them were down enjoying social Sundays when we called in on the radio to say, hey, the cops are here in Central Square. They're harassing people.
1: Yeah, it's great that there are so many friends there to, like, take care of things like getting Meg's bike and. You
0: know, yeah, all kinds Absolutely. Of stuff. And uh so then Ian's still around the back. They've got one more person. Rich Paul is still standing in front of the police car. The other two have been arrested and are being escorted off to other cars. Well, then the reinforcements come in. A third cop shows up and drives up between the two cops' cars uh and parks sort of right in front of where Ian's at. And they actually hit Ian with the car while they were trying to to back out and that sort of thing and he's of course pointing this out, "Hey, you just hit me with the car." <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, well, the other guy gets out and he is just very, very upset. Um, he, he comes up, I forget what Ian did. I think he stood in front of his car or, or something. And the guy just, I I think it was, he, he took Meg in the back of his car. And so Ian stands in front of his car when he's about to drive off and he gets pissed. Um, he, he turns a siren on. Of course, Ian's standing right in front of the, the car and eventually sits down right in front of the car where the grill is, where the siren's on the other side of, blaring right into his ear. The cop just jumps out, comes running over. I mean, you can tell he is just enraged at what is going on. I mean, he cannot believe that these activists would dare defy his uh, his authority like this.
2: His testosterone.
0: And so then they, uh, they arrest Ian and uh, take his phone, put him in handcuffs, put him in the back of the car, and uh, Rich Paul is still sitting on the front hood now. He's actually sitting on the car, um, <laughs> turned around backwards, facing forwards. Wow. And uh, so they go and arrest him. And then they get everybody in the cars. The The crowd is actually singing. We were shouting, no victim, no crime. They had uh, pretty much blocked off all the traffic to Central Square because we had four, five, actually they called out five police cars eventually for this. The supervisor came out and wow. supervisor, for all for
1: nobody hurting anyone yeah it's so pointless i mean it was a
0: peaceful gathering in the park but yet hey they've got they've got laws to uphold yeah, here and it doesn't matter to rob if they a needed... bank
1: and keen at that moment <laughs> they would have been in they
0: had yeah they had the whole shift out apparently because i've yeah. heard that it's uh well, four patrol officers plus you know support staff and supervisor that are on duty on a typical sunday
1: yeah so everybody was there. so
0: yeah they called wow. out the yeah the
1: remember, whole police at least they didn't the...
0: borrow from previous from other gangs yeah and have them that's come exactly in too. what i was
1: just about to say in the in the trespass of 12 scenario mm-hmm. <laughs> there were cops from all the surrounding towns that came to the cheshire county jail and then they actually
0: had to leave a, a call people. where somebody was hit by a car because uh yeah. well they, they were too busy uh
1: that's the saddest thing right yeah you know someone was actually getting hurt and maybe the you know Might have usually wanted the cops their don't help assistance. people when they're yeah. getting you know run over by cars or whatever but you know, the people they were supposedly supposed to protect and serve, they were just abandoning for nonviolent, peaceful people walking on the property, so-called property of a jail.
0: So there are cars going by because, you know, this is the middle of the day in the, the busiest part of town. And uh where the crowd is shouting, no victim, no crime, telling people, oh, uh, you are not. I'm, as they go by, their windows are open. They're looking out going, what is going on? I'm just telling them, oh, don't worry, you're not free to assemble anymore. Or, or you're free to assemble yeah. as long as the police uh, allow you to, or give pr- you permission. Or, pr- or approve
2: of your um, doings.
1: Yeah. Exactly. If they put up a sign, then you're not, you're not allowed to. Yeah.
0: Oh, and they did actually have a sign up, and that's where the cop parked the first time. I think it was a what drug, was the sign? drug war or something like that related mm-hmm. uh, related sign. And you you can sit there and hold it, but you can't post them up. Well, we've always posted them, and... Hasn't been what a problem. What
1: does that mean? You can hold it, but you can't. They don't want it. people
0: leaving, uh, signs leaving signs and that sort of thing. I, yeah. I I think is where it comes from.
1: I don't know. Every time I've been to a an event like that, uh, people are pretty courteous about cre- cleaning up after themselves. You know, mm-hmm. they take their signs, they take whatever.
0: So, uh, you know that that was pretty much it. Um, the crowd then started singing. I think. Uh, uh sam Robran was there and mm-hmm. he starts breaking out in his song as usual <laughs> and uh i forget what they were singing but uh that's what people got to see today and it gathered a, a crowd of about mm, probably 50 people around the square watching this uh, going on uh you know total total waste there was absolutely no reason for any of this to happen today uh now they're going to have six or eight court cases apparently um Pete and Adam from Liberty on tour were also arrested. I don't know where that happened. I haven't confirmed that, but I've heard that that yeah. happened maybe at the police station or. Yeah, we had it on a pork and one. It sounded okay.
1: like it might've been at the police station.
0: Okay. So I know the activists are still going on down there. I, I That's the latest information that I have. I had to yeah. leave to come back here. So uh, if I you really know more or if I you've heard something uh, or if you have thoughts about this, uh, you know, is this, uh Do you think the police were maybe right or, uh, you know, can you justify their actions because, hey, people get drunk and do stupid things and get aggressive and fight and we got to stop this and control it, right? 603-435-1105. Call in, share your thoughts. Um, We'll come back with more. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the show about your calls. If you make them, 1 800 would be the number if we were on a regular night, but it's the Sunday edition. 603 435 1105 is the call in number. Long distance charges do apply, so be mindful of that. And tonight it is Sam here with you, and Wade, and Stephanie. And we have been talking about, uh, consume the hour with this, uh, the arrests that have taken place here in Keene, and uh, we're still getting information coming in. Apparently, most of the people have, uh, have been bailed out of jail, um, and we have uh, a caller on the line This is a show about your calls. So let's go to uh, Ryan in Washington. Ryan, you're on Free Talk Live.
3: Hey, guys. So um, I'm a Free State project signer, uh, but I haven't moved. Yeah, I don't know when I will get to, uh, but I follow Port Four One One, and I follow the Free Keen guys and stuff. And oftentimes, when something, some of these mass arrests happen, somebody will call in the Port Four One One and ask for people to call the police station, or you know, a, a court or whoever. Absolutely,
0: yeah, it's something that uh, that people can do remotely. You know, you don't have to be in Keen. So, what's it like hearing? I know for me, when I was down in Texas. <laughs> And I heard about the couch situation and Ian getting arrested and Lauren Canario going to jail and Russell Canning getting arrested for driving without the state's papers. It was very uh, infuriating to to be down there and know that all this stuff is going on and that there's not really much I can do. What, what's it like, uh, Ryan?
3: Well, you know, it's funny you should mention the couch situation because I'd been following the Free State Project for a while, and actually it was when I heard that Ian was finally arrested over it. I was on a vacation, actually, in Seaside, and I signed up for the Free State Project that very day. Yeah. Because you know, uh, I, was, I was very angry um, about it. Now I'm just sad. You know, it's just disheartening now. just heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. yeah. See, I, I had like. actually... I'm not, I'm
3: not even mad anymore. I'm just... It's just upsetting.
0: I had already uh, signed up for the Free State Project, but when I heard the couch situation going on, that was when I got my butt in gear. Okay, I got to get these repairs to the house done so I can get this thing sold and get my butt up there. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was hey, a real motivator, so... You wanted, anyway, to, wanted uh, to, yeah, go ahead.
3: Yeah, what I wanted to kind of ask was, you know, being that I'm, I'm not there yet, I haven't really met any of you guys yet, you know, what do I say when I, when I call these people and, and talk to them? Because, you know, I'd like to say, you know, why the hell did you arrest these, you know, people that are...
0: Wayne, Stephanie, or, do you guys have
3: suggestions
0: as to... Do you speak any other
2: languages? <laughs> what you uh, do is little you, little speak Jordan, you speak another language. You speak English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just speak another language, but then just throw a few English words in here, like "Ian" and uh, uh, "arrest Central Square," that type of thing. And then, then they'll think you're calling from foreign countries. It's getting all over the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe not the recommend. The approach that I would recommend. <laughs> you know I, I say, go ahead. Well, for me, like when I call, um, I I try to just be extremely polite, almost to the point of just. You know, so there's no way they could accuse me of harassing mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I just and just mentioned, hey, you know, I'm calling to check on the status of my friends. I'm concerned about them. I heard that you're holding them. Uh, what are the charges? You know, when will they be released? And you know, uh, sometimes I'll encourage them to let let peaceful people go. Yeah, I, I and I call in.
0: Uh, I call in and usually try and uh, give them my thoughts on the uh, on the matter and say, sure. you, you know, look. There, there was no situation here for you guys to go in. You created the situation. It was a peaceful day there was There were not any problems i don 't know how you guys can turn someone using the water fountain to fill up a water bottle into six arrests, but you 've managed to do that, and you 've created this huge monstrosity where one didn 't really need to exist. And I don't think uh, police need to be acting the way that you guys are acting. If if people aren't hurting someone, if there's no victim, then I really believe that you guys should follow your oaths, follow your sworn duty that you've uh, pledged your honor and integrity to uphold, and uh, leave these people alone. Well,
2: that's the whole point Not of being odd. an activist is, is to uh, ri- raise awareness to the fact that so many of these laws are 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 laws that raise revenue and they don't uh, address. Um, if there's no, if there's no victim, there should be no crime.
1: Yes, exactly. Not, so uh,
0: t- let me give the, uh, King police phone number. If people want to call that number is 603-357-9813. I'll give you that again. 603-357-9813. Ryan, any other thoughts?
3: Not to, so, uh, not to make you guys backtrack, but I missed the first part of the show because, um, I was listening to something else, uh, I, I didn't catch on port four on one what started all this. Was it really somebody filling up a water bottle in a
0: fountain? Well, it wasn't just one. It was several water bottles. All right. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, somebody water. somebody called long. the police over that because he you know he had a shopping cart there and a bunch of two liter Coke bottles that were empty that he filled up with water. I don't know what he was going to do with it. Maybe drink it. Uh, who knows? Uh, the, you know the guy's wandering around town all day he, he was, sitting he out.
3: He's going to use it to fill water balloons to throw at the police. I,
0: <laughs> I doubt that, but uh, who knows? Well, hey Ryan, uh, give him a call. Share your thoughts. Do it uh, calmly and peacefully, and just tell I, him. I will
1: definitely do that. Thank this you. This is
0: helpful. All right, thank you for the call.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think um, you always get further by being nice and polite, even right. if, even as much antagonism as you may feel towards someone who has, you know, been violent towards your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it's really going to, they're not going to listen to you if you're angry or if you sound hostile.
0: Yeah, they just, it, it won't get have through a to them. Chance, cause right. They chance. Because they get anger all the time. That's how the government yes. teaches people to respond is, mm-hmm. well, yes. get angry and, and yell and scream and then go vote or uh, you go to court and you get your suppose, a day in court under the same people who are attacking you in the first place.
1: And that's what they want. They want it, oh, yeah. know, They want people to treat them badly and, uh, you know, act hostile towards them because it gives them more of a reason to, uh, you know, they feel like they're doing something right. Well, you know, they play the are, victim. Those are violent people yeah we look at all these
0: evil that. people out here they're yelling at us all the time yeah. they're threatening us they're doing all these horrible yeah, things good thing so, we're out
1: there keeping everybody safe yeah that, that's what they want of course
0: they're creating probably 90 percent of the crime through their war on drugs which is another you know it could have been yeah. it, it didn't have to be alcohol it could have been cannabis that they came in and decided oh we got to arrest everybody here I uh, there's a funny uh, pork four one one that uh, came in that I'm going to play here for you guys to give you the latest as to what might be happening in the uh, Keene Police Department. I'm sure it's uh, pretty troubling because they're trying to bail people out and so forth.
3: Two more arrests,
0: Johnny Ray and Dave Dixon, uh, for a total of seven so far. Come on down to the Keene Police Station and have a beer with us. Talk <laughs> to you later. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> All right. Well, Only we weren't maybe doing they're free they're not, talk live. Uh, <laughs> it's not working. What do we do? <laughs> We're arresting them, and they're drinking beer in our lobby now. <laughs> uh, it reminds
1: me of when uh, Evan got arrested and they started smoking cannabis. Oh, in the yeah. Movie. I was there that
0: I've night. got great footage of that. I've never released it, but oh, it was really? awesome. Wow. And the amazing part is the the... Oh, who was at the w m u r reporter uh-huh. camera guy is standing right next to me mm-hmm. so he 's shooting the same footage of the entire event. Mm-hmm. He was right there in the police station. He could smell the smell you know that it 's the real deal that that 's what they 're doing and the The reporter gets on there for her five o 'clock news report and doesn 't say one word of it i mean the, mm-hmm. they, they showed the they showed the video they showed uh Evan getting put in the car from the back to where you couldn't see the crowd. Mm-hmm. They cut the sound to where you couldn't hear the shouts coming from the crowd saying, let him go, let him go. The hundred people there screaming for the police to stop what they're doing. So they made it look like, oh, you know, nothing going on here. Just a normal everyday arrest. And, uh, you know, he was released and da 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 Meanwhile, there's this big elephant in the room where people are smoking cannabis in the police department. That is the story. <laughs> and they didn't even mention it.
1: And supporting him. I mean, I think I think it's very telling that they cut out the fact that everyone was supporting him because, you know, that's what their whole system is built on. The fact that one person steps out of line and they get made an example of. And if anyone else, you know, supports them, well, then they're next. That's how they keep a sense of fear.
0: Yeah. Well, they, they like to, uh, you know, pick on the weak guys. They find... Yes it's it's this It's the same kind of mentality that the the people understand when I went to the Keene middle School, holding up the sign by myself, that mm-hmm. happens to be the one day that I get attacked by a parent and one of the school kids right and it but when we're there in numbers with they, four or five the people, they don't do spell? anything yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was the one who didn't respect property rights. He stole the oh. sign out of my hand, ripped it in half, and then didn't want to pay for what it a little jerk <laughs> well, the next day I went back and let everybody know that uh this kid, you know, stole property and uh, destroyed it, and then refused to make any kind of restitution or make up for the property that he damaged. Yeah. So, you might want to think about that, those of you who are friends with him, because when he doesn't like you, he's inclined to do the same thing. He might take something of yours, break it, and then not pay for it. Good call, Sam. And the kids, I like that solution. Uh, yeah, some of the kids got that and la- started laughing at him. So, uh, mm. I don't think I'll be having more st- signs stolen out of my hands. Okay, so uh, any other thoughts on this situation? Or I, I, I think we've uh, kind of covered everything that we can here.
1: Did we mention that there were more arrests in the police station? That a couple people, we've mentioned. I don't know.
0: Well, we played the port four one one, which sure. shared that. So apparently they're down there, just like last time when they were arrested that. for cannabis. They're now drinking in the in the uh, <laughs> lobby of the police station. Just take the party down there and uh, enjoy some beers. So apparently now they've come out to uh, arrest people in the lobby and show that we're still in charge. And uh, who knows? You know, how many how many guns do they need to get out to stop peaceful people from conjugating and enjoying beverages in the park? Wouldn't it just be easier if they only went after people when they were hurting someone? We'll uh, get into that and more when we come back. This is Free Talk Live. Call in about anything 603-435-1105. This is Free Talk Live, the live Sunday edition. It is July 18, 2010. We are launching off into the second hour of the Sunday edition. Tonight joining you, it's Sam. And Wayne.
1: And Stephanie.
0: And we are going to get into a number of stories here, but first, Wayne. Hey,
2: everybody. Go to english.freetalklive.com if you would like to make 20 to $30 an hour all online from your home. You'll be conducting English conversations on Skype with folks from other countries, like Japan, for example. So, get this—they will pay you handsomely to help keep up their already learned Sp- English. I almost said Spanish. Um, let's say Keiko from J- from Japan um, wants to talk with you, and she needs your natural in- English-speaking gift. Hi, Keiko. Hi, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> You're looking mighty beautiful today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Very nice of you. <laughs> so get the ebook and discover how to find these passionate people who will pay to talk with you on Skype. So check out english.freetalklive.com and start your own online English conversation business. That's english.freetalklive.com. You'll love yourself for it. And Keiko. We'll love you, too.
0: Yes, she will. All right. So we're going to uh, talk about cameras in the court here coming up, but uh, and also some of the greater things going on in Grafton, because there's uh, been some activity going on out there. But first, I got an update during the break. Um, I know that uh, apparently this is what's happened in the police station once everybody showed up there. Uh, Apparently Meg has been released, Um, so has someone else, maybe Haika, but I think Ian is still in jail. And again, if you want to call the uh, Keene Police Department, the phone number is 603-357-9813 and check up on uh, the multitude of people that they've arrested today. But apparently one of the activists went and bought a 12-pack or 18-pack of beer Brought it to the uh, lobby of the police station. Were
2: they cans or bottles?
0: I think they were cans. Oh, easy. And set uh, set it out for anybody who wanted to uh, to have a drink. And so about half the people decided, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So they opened uh, some beers and drank them. And uh, then we got word that the police were coming in (laughs) because we've got the scanner traffic that we're listening to. So they called in the police to come into the lobby and, you know, Put a stop to this disorderly conduct that's going on. So everybody had their beers, I guess, on the ground at this point. And the cop walks in, walks up to one of the activists. Is that your beer? And he said, well, that's a beer. And then he walks over to another one that's sitting on the counter and is this your beer? Well, that's a beer. (laughs) So then I guess they just randomly picked two people who they thought were drinking the beers and went ahead and arrested them.
2: I smell your breath
0: apparently uh johnny ray well even if you were drinking you could have been drinking at home and just come in so there's really not much of a case there if that's mm-hmm. what they did right yeah open um, container in public but don't right? worry i'm sure they'll save the Tunches. video evidence for uh for this so, you know can't get it for any any other cases but this time though they'll, they'll make sure and archive it
2: let's clog the courts
0: So, well, apparently while the activists were talking to the cops, Johnny Ray, who was arrested or whatever, was just started to wander out the door and was just going to go home. And uh, (laughs) they he almost made it and they stopped him as he was walking out the door and said, no, no, you can't leave. You're under arrest. So um, I guess he's been cited and arrested today. Um, And that's uh, that's the latest. No animals were harmed. No animals were harmed in the making of uh, this freaking production. <laughs> no, Excellent. anything was harmed. <laughs> okay, so if we get more news, uh, we'll report that. If you want to call in, if you hear something uh, new that's come out of this, 603-435-1105, we'll put you on the air and let you uh, share that with everybody. And Stephanie, now we can finally get to some of our stories, and you're free to also call in and bring up anything. But you want to tell us about the uh, right to record that's going on in Grafton? What's yeah. going on over there?
1: So well first of all we have a uh, a new blog called freegrafton.com and it's Right. A-
0: now this is like a kind of like free keen what we've done there where mm-hmm. it's a central place for the activists to get together share some of the the struggles that are going on some of the challenges that you guys are facing as well as some of the success stories advertise and promote some of the things that are going on.
1: Right. Yeah, I I mean it's all of that and and more. I mean we we don't have a forum like Freakin does, but we have a lot of other things that are uh, somewhat similar. Okay. We have a, another forum that originates out of the uh, Grafton area that we've uh, sort of adopted. But uh, what I really wanted to talk about was uh, a recent incident with uh, an activist named Lindsay, who was, uh, I guess this all started a couple months ago, and she was pulled over and ticketed for not having a, a valid inspection sticker. Now, she got her car inspected, but it didn't pass inspection. And apparently, um, the law that talks about inspections says that you have to get the car inspected, but it doesn't say anywhere in the law that you have to pass
0: or have a valid inspection sticker. Right. That hmm, is interesting. interesting. I know uh, Ivy was going to challenge the fact that uh, the law says that you only have to get the car inspected the one time, then you get a ticket for it. But once you've been ticketed for it, then you're done. You pay the forty bucks and you never have to, or the hundred bucks, whatever it is, and you never have to get your car inspected again because until they change <laughs> the law, of course, right? But um, uh, I
1: believe I don't know where exactly she is with that. I I believe she's still sort of in process with that. It's, okay, I don't yeah, know I know
0: that was a, a one of the things that was sort of rolling around. Uh, there's a, there are a lot of ideas like this that come out of these All activists, right. so.
1: Yeah. And it's cool. I, I I know Ivy has an organization called NH Clog where she's mm-hmm. a courtroom legal op- opposition group or something like that. So right. She's sort of, you know, challenging these laws, asking questions and sort of trying to get answers. But um, anyway, so so Lindsay had this ticket and I, I believe she was actually pulled over and ticketed for this two separate times. And so she challenged these in court and, uh, you know, Ivy represented her. And made some arguments saying basically that the law doesn't say anything about having to pass inspection. It just says you have to get the car inspected. Um, apparently, from what I heard, the judge um, was inclined to sort of agree with them. But then the prosecutor said, well, you know, let me have some more time. I, I, you can't do this right now. And then, you know, a few weeks later, Lindsay got a notice in the mail that said you're found guilty of these pay up. Oh, nice. Right. So, so they
0: didn't. The prosecutor never even proved or brought anything that says yes. It's just no. You need to pay because we tell you.
1: Yeah, it was it was kind of uh, sketchy the way it all happened. Can she go
2: back and appeal that now?
1: Um, well, she she didn't have plans to appeal. What she was going to do was um, pay the fine, but pay it in pennies, um, which is a strategy that some other people have used here. I know Ian paid his property taxes in dollar mm-hmm. bills one time and. Other people have paid fines in in small denominations. But pennies are
2: worth more than bills. They are if you melt yeah. them down. Three and a yeah, half
1: cents. <laughs> the copper. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. There's hardly well, any of that made, in there anymore. I'd rather have right, the pennies
2: yeah. than the bills. Exactly.
0: But even the newer the newer copper pennies are, are uh, the the post what is it 1982 one or two something yeah, like that. The pennies made after that are still worth more than one penny. And only they the government value. could could do this. Yeah. yeah.
2: And the pre 1981 were at one point a few years ago worth about three cents. Melt value.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> There's actually, I know we're taking a sidetrack here, but I mm. think it's coinflation.com. Coinflation. That
1: means they, they take the copper out of the pennies and they replace it with zinc and stuff. Right. Well, oh.
0: what this does, it's a website, and it is, I just brought it up here, coinflation.com. It shows you the pre-1982, uh, 95% copper pennies. Mm-hmm. The denomination is one cents, but today they're worth uh, 193% of that value. Uh, the nickel from uh, 1946 to present is face value of 5%, but they're worth 95% of their value. Hmm. And uh, the pennies that are past uh, 19, uh, or 2000, uh, 1998 are worth of 47% of their face value. So if you're saving coins, pennies and nickels are the things that you want to save in the jars. And this was something my grandfather lived through the Great Depression. And in his pantry, he had the the canning mason jars filled with pennies and nickels and quarters and dimes. And he he would keep all these things and separate them out. And I never (laughs) really understood why he would do that. But now, you know, it makes a little more sense. He was keeping the metal content, the value of those actual coins that were made of something that's worth you know a few pennies rather than this fiat paper
2: well people always forget the real value of coins was that it was barter because why why is a, a dime smaller than a nickel or a penny it's because a dime was was sil- was silver yep and a, a, a nickel was nickel and a, and a penny was copper so it was all about the, the metals the, the value of the metals and all
0: right so uh, we'll come back hear more about what's going on in grafton with the right to record and you can bring up anything 603-435-1105 this is Free Talk Live.
3: Now We don't have to go to the station. Just turn around and walk away. I also don't have to have a summit. My own family is not being arrested. I oh, don't need either. Mr. Mr. Public oh. Servant, uh, I pay your
0: salaries. I I'd like do. you to go away now. Thank okay. you. This is Free Talk Live, the Sunday edition. You guys got a little sample of some of the video here. I think that is from Ian Freeman's phone of the arrest today. The police being told, look, you're just not wanted here. Why don't you go away leave us alone? Let us uh, live our lives the way we want to. If we're not hurting anybody, we don't really see how you have cause to come in here and and crack down and break this up. So uh, we were uh, just in the middle of... Your story here, Stephanie, you were talking about some of the things going on in Grafton with some of the court cases. Why don't you continue with that?
1: Yeah. So, okay. So I guess where we left off, to give a brief recap, uh, there was an activist who was ticketed and uh, I I guess was ticketed with um, failure to uh, have a valid inspection sticker. Uh, But apparently there's, you know, the law about that in New Hampshire doesn't say that you need to pass inspection. It just says you need to get the car inspected. And so she challenged that in court. Uh, was found guilty, basically, and decided to pay the fine in pennies. Uh, Now, there's a law, you know, that says pennies are legal tender. Oh, yeah. Legal tender law means that... Well, there's
0: uh, also a a constitutional amendment that says all money is gold and silver, isn't it?
1: Oh, I'm not familiar with that. They don't really
2: stick to that. All money shall be in gold and silver. But that's primary money. But pennies and nickels are are still money. They're just smaller denominational money.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and it's what, if you ask, somebody has gone to the Fed and said, to, to, you know, to make the point that this is backed up by nothing, what is the dollar bill? What does it represent? And their answer was, well, 100 pennies. Okay, well, what does the penny represent? Well, it's the smallest denomination of, it's a hundredth the, of, a dollar. of the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> so a circular reference is backed by nothing. It's all fiat. It's all just to rob people and, and extort wealth from them. Yeah, dollar both.
2: bill at one time was a warehouse certificate for a silver dollar.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, you know, like we were you were talking about on the way out, the quarters and 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 dimes and so forth were actual silver. It was yeah. it was real monetary system. This is what they were supposed to be doing. But it's hard to fight wars and to kill people and to grow and uh, create this huge oppressive, overbearing government when you're not uh, ripping people off both through direct taxation and through inflationary spending by stealing the value out from all of the currencies that uh, is floating out there that you force people into accepting by law.
2: That's right. And right. and normally in the old days, of course, when you had a metal standard for your money, it greatly, greatly limited the amount of money that the government could create and therefore kept it small Yep, and limited. But once they got the, uh, their hands on the printing presses and they took the dollar off the gold and silver standard, all hell has broken loose.
0: Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened to Rome. You know, they started clipping the little bits of gold off of the money. So you'd get an ounce of gold that would be slightly less. And each time the, the treasury got it, they would clip off little pieces and then make new coins. And that's how they and would And the new coins would money. be
2: smaller of the same oh, yeah. denomination.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Have you guys read uh, What Has Government Done to Our Money? By yes. Murray Rothbard? Yeah, I remember that from that book. <laughs> Great book. In particular.
0: All right. Well, we took a little sidebar there. Let's uh, right, go back, yeah, to,
1: back, back <laughs> to the subject. <laughs> we're easily Anyways.
0: distracted. Sorry, you'll have to keep us on task here. It's okay. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to keep you on task. <laughs> so what happened was uh, Lindsay decided she was going to pay this fine in pennies. Uh, at her original trial, before she was found guilty, uh, some activists had attempted to go into the court and videotape the trial, and they were told that uh, they couldn't by the court clerk because they weren't uh, with the press. So, now, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. What does that mean? It means
0: whatever they decide. And if they say you're not pressed, then you're not pressed. Because sure. you're a
2: blogger.
1: Well, <laughs> basically, uh, they tried to argue that you know, now with the new new media and the internet upon us, everyone is a part of the press, and we're all creating our own media, and there was lots of blogs and so forth. And uh, basically, what the court clerk's response was uh, was that she needed to see a badge. Oh, because okay. badges make everything more yes. official. <laughs> well, it, it's they just so know a special true. Power.
0: <laughs> it I shows carry. That you jump through the hoops to get your badge. I carry yeah. my press badge around town. I have one in my wallet. Right. And uh, whenever people ask me for ID, I I usually try and just avoid it altogether, and uh, you know, get them convinced them that hey, you know, checking government ID isn't really all that effective. But sometimes they'll still press, and then what I'll do oftentimes is pull out the press badge. It says mm-hmm. press on it. It has a barcode. Has even has a little control number with a red uh, in red letters so they know, oh, this person's been checked out. They're under control. They have a barcode and a picture <laughs> and a name. I, it costs $10 uh, to, to have designed and, and printed up online and sent to me. And uh, I've used it to cash checks at the bank. I used it to, uh, you know, open as a second form of ID for supposed government-approved uh, or required um, uh, forms of ID that you have to have to do certain things in this wow. supposed free country. So they're they're cheap. They're really easy to uh, to make, and mm-hmm. you can have them printed up and and mailed to you, and then you'll have credentials. Sure. And uh, it it, go, it does.
1: So does your press badge mention OTN? Is that it? Does yeah, okay. it has
0: the logo on there. So and it's everything. a way to
1: promote that as well.
0: So it That's is a- yeah. I don't know if people know what it means, but it's just it's something people are so used to. It. And I think the MIT calls this the carnival effect, and it's the reason you know the TSA fails so miserably because they're looking at the ID, they're looking at the ID, they're looking at the ID, they're checking for fake IDs. Mm-hmm. But if somebody has a real ID and they're a terrorist, they're going to get looked they're going to check their ID in sepia. Yep, that's you. Okay. Have a nice flight. And that yeah. they're, they're not looking for the things that actually count. And they're so heavily criticized. Even the Israelis who have, you know, one of the most oppressive police States when it comes to the airport, they're saying you guys are, are not doing anything to create real security. You you guys are, are really, it seems like you're designed just to piss people off. Wow. Well, no, it's, well, it's, it's security
2: theater and it trains people to submit and show their papers and take mm-hmm. their shoes off. And it's, it's a big training exercise. When you see old ladies uh, getting dragged, you know, through through the metal detectors and paraplegics with, with you know legs this
0: this thing. Yeah. get up and you know. walk, boy. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. ain't. Yeah, yeah you don't need to be in that like wheelchair. That. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it like a seven
1: year old boy with uh, yeah. braces on his legs because uh. he had a genetic disease. Yeah
0: people they they lose all touch with reality because it becomes about their authority, their control over others and it's it's really it's a sickness that these yeah. people get. They, As
1: if having a, a identification card makes you a good person or, you know, trustworthy or whatever. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: but it does carry a lot of weight in the minds of the bureaucrats right. because that's what they're used to seeing. So yeah. Having these tools, is $10. it's ten bucks, It's it's been a great investment.
2: Yeah, well, yeah that because a good. little laminated card nowadays with a magnetic strip is is just like the, the papers in the Nazi Germany or the Soviet Union when they had you had all these papers with all these official stamps on them. It's mm-hmm. the same thing, it's just the modern day version of it.
0: Yeah, yeah Sam's pulling out his You card can actually right now. get the, the, Ooh, I have the got a barcode magnetic on stripe on the back nice. for those of you on the webcam at uh, cam.freetalklive.com. You guys can see my press credentials. And it's uh you know it's just a card that you get printed up and we designed all of the stuff on there it was real easy to do. I think that one came from fullidentity.com but you can uh-huh. there are other uh, sites out there that will print them. So these are on the plastic cards they're not laminated so they look very very uh professional and yeah. uh most people will accept it.
1: That's nice. Well, okay. Okay so here's what happened um so, as I mentioned, um the first time Lindsay went in for her trial, um people tried to videotape and were told uh, you 're not with the press." Uh, despite their arguments that, that everyone's the press. And they, they needed to have badges. And so when she decided to pay the the fine in pennies, she wanted some activists to support her. I guess we're coming up on the break, so maybe I'll have to tell us later. But basically, they made their own badges. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> we you, don't Sam. need no
0: stinking badges. We'll make <laughs> our own. <laughs> and we'll find
1: out what happened, I guess, next.
0: And that's all I did. It's just, yeah. uh, you know, mine was a little more probably professionally done but who's to say you can't just write up your own badge and go in we'll uh talk about that and more when we come back 603-435-1105 if you want to share your thoughts this is
1: free
0: Free talk live the show about your calls if you make them to 603-435-1105 Tonight, it's Sam here with you, and Wade, and Stephanie, and we're coming to you live from our studios, the Liberty Radio Network studios in Keene, New Hampshire, and uh, tonight, you know, wow, what what a fun day. I mean, unbelievable, all of the things that have happened here. You know, we were just watching some of the video from Ian's phone where, uh, you know, people are just saying, hey, leave us alone. Just leave us alone. Stop coming in here and interfering in our lives. Stop making us jump through all your silly hoops, whether it's for car registration or whether it's for your taxes or whatever silly little program you want to do, just give me the option to say no, to say, I don't want to participate. If the drug war is such a good idea, then let's put a referendum up and let the people vote on who wants to pay for it. And the people who vote for it, they can they can split the trillion dollar bill. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea to me. I'm, I'm sure that would uh, that program would continue on for years and years. If all the people who really, you know, because they're doing what the public wants, all the people who support the drug war and and all these things, if they're the ones that can actually pay for them, and those of us who don't want it, we don't have to. Don't
2: yeah. you think we're living in a pretty exciting time, though, that all Absolutely. these issues are being challenged and questioned, that whole 60s question everything is 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 coming up again?
0: And I think it's coming up in a different way. Like before, sure. you know... That's one of the things I looked at is when I go back through history, I've read uh, about Peace Pilgrim, a lady who devoted her life to traveling around the country and just, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, you know, basically going from place to place, wherever she was asked, she would go speak and uh, gave up all of her possessions, only carried around very few things and just came to these incredible insights. And yet at the same time, at the end of her book, she's giving her strategy for how government should solve all of these problems. Uh, these social issues and problems and things and you know there are so many examples of people who i guess have some people have sort of seen the light have seen that hey government may not be the answer maybe we don't need this group of uh, men and women out threatening violence against people this
2: violent gang
0: yeah i mean this criminal violent gang controlled by a bunch of people who are attracted to power the control freaks the busybodies who want to run your life
2: the money junkies
0: you know, maybe we just don't need that. Maybe it's that system that is the problem that's creating all that, that is the root of all of these problems. And, uh, you know, there are uh, there are some people who just only go so far. And I wonder how far are we going? Like today, I was thinking, well, we're aggressing against animals. Do we hold animals to a different standard than than we hold ourselves? You mean by eating meat? By eating meat, Yeah. I mean, That's
1: a fascinating question. I've thought about that question a lot. Maybe we could talk about it or something.
0: I'd love for the day when you know they can grow meat on a lab dish and it's delicious yeah. and no animals were killed in order for me to eat it. But uh, you know, will that be the next big thing once once governments out of the way and people are free to think and express ideas and and live their lives the way they think is best, provided they're not hurting anybody. You know, maybe that's one of the next steps and the, the future generations are going to look back and say, oh, God, those people, they, they slaughtered animals and they kept them as pets and did all these cruel things to them. And who knows, you know, where it's all going to go. I, I wonder from our perspective, as enlightened as, uh, you know, some of us have become when it comes to the ideas of the state and coercion and violence and, and the free market and and actually creating a voluntary society. What is still out there that 100 years yeah. from now people are going to look back and say, boy, if they had only saw this.
1: Yeah. They should have
2: been eating hemp seeds all along. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a really interesting point, Sam. It brings to mind, um, you know, people talk about the founding fathers and how they had these or some of the some of the people that lived back then and had these visionary ideas, you know, mm-hmm. like Sanders Spooner or Thoreau or whatever. But, um, you know, some of those people thought that women were you know, less than men and they had. Property, know, they believed in slavery on and on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, we look back on it and we're like how could these people hold these contradictory beliefs if they were really abolitionists when it came to government and you know, how could they think that about slavery? But everybody's
0: it's the libertarian, but I'm a libertarian, but when it comes to uh, books and copyright and IP, then, you know, because I make my living off of books that stuff's important, so we need to hang on to that bit of coercion, but all the other stuff is bad you know it's it 's amazing how people yeah. I think they pretend not to see some things in order to uh, not sort of be presented with the moral yeah. conundrum of well what does that mean or
2: the republic you talk to a Republican who says they believe in small government, but then you, they vote for somebody who's a big government republican, so and then they don 't question or, or call them on it and, and you know big government 's okay as long as it's our big government, our people yeah, are in charge. Yeah. yeah,
0: as long as it's the ones that it's my team, it's the red team that's in yeah. charge. Then we're okay. Those, the, the blue team. team, they are bad. Yeah, it's, it's so funny this, how
1: people when they when they vote, they want to vote for the winner. They don't care who it is. They just want to have voted for the one who won, or the lesser of two that, evils.
0: Or yeah, they they're I, just voting I, just, just right. because <laughs> the other guy is so bad, and they're
1: they're yeah, just <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're voting for the big government party, whether it's the left or the right wing of the big government party, the, mm-hmm. both sides are growing government and it's out of control. And then they start uh, cracking down and making up, you know, ridiculous things like, Oh, you can't, you're not press, even though yeah. the founding fathers, if you talk to them or the political fathers, they knew that the citizen press, a guy with a pen and a piece of paper was the most, was, you know, one of the, the neat, necessary things to keep the government in check to be able to go in and say hey show me your books
2: that's right you didn't have to be working for Randolph Hearst to be a legitimate journalist
0: right yeah it was citizen press was what was meant by freedom of the press so okay uh Yay. let's do you have more that you wanted to uh get into on this uh story here
1: sure but we did have a uh A very special guest walking into our studio right now. For those of
0: you on the webcam, Meg uh, just walked in, I guess, out of jail. And maybe we can uh, get her to jump in on the third microphone here and tell us about uh, her story. Or maybe not. She's kicking (laughs) her head now. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) let's get back to... uh, I'm glad you're okay, Meg. Let's get back to uh, your story here.
1: Okay. Okay. So... Basically, to give a quick recap, there was an activist who was fined for not having a valid inspection sticker. Law doesn't say you have to pass inspection; it just says you have to uh, get inspected. Uh, She was found guilty anyway and decided to pay the fine in pennies. Uh, Several people, uh, activists in the Grafton area, tried to videotape the trial, uh, and were told that they couldn't because they weren't uh, press and they didn't have badges, and so that made them not press. So the next time she went back and decided to pay the the fine in pennies. You know, she had several boxes full of pennies, and she had a Couple people who were helping her uh, carry them through the metal detectors and so forth at the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were other activists trying to videotape, and so they they brought press badges this time. Yep. But then they were still told, "Well, it it doesn't matter. You have to get an order from the judge." So
0: it was one. Oh, yeah. now it's the man in the black dress that has to give you permission. It's funny that when I was in Superior Court here, uh, same thing. Brought my cameras in. Now they have one room on the left that says uh, only one camera can be permitted in this courtroom to record the proceedings of course they have right. like 8 cameras in there
1: yeah they they can record they can record can.
0: whatever they want yeah. Well, then, you know, this was for Wallace Nolan, who was suing the city of Keene oh, over right. the unclaimed property mm-hmm. and trying to flood that because it's, it's another fiat system. They get millions of dollars back. They spend it and only keep like 1% because most people don't bother to uh, come back and claim their money because the state's not jumping all over itself to make sure that the citizens that they're safeguarding this money for actually know that the government has their money and wants to return it to them. Instead, you know, they've been caught using it to... Uh, promote their own reelection campaign. So, it's yeah. amazing. disgusting. And you know, then the next day, the next time we went back, magically now it's in the courtroom on the right where cameras are all of a sudden banned. Well, I go in and set up and it was the same thing. Well, you're not press, you don't you don't have a badge, so I pulled out my press badge. Mm-hmm. Well, then it just became, well, now you can't record.
1: Right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, they are just making this stuff up as they go along. It's completely Transparent that this is what they're doing, that they have no intention of respecting the public or respecting their oath or doing any of the things that they've sworn their allegiance, their integrity, their word of honor to do, they don't care.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. They they don't care for some reason they just don't want people to videotape in the courtroom and I don't know exactly why that is why they're so afraid of it what they think they it's to criminal lie, it's criminal the end of the story I'll finish this off real quickly is that basically there were some activists that were manhandled and thrown out of the court because mm. they were trying to record and that was where it stopped yeah and we've seen the same thing the in the
0: uh, municipal courthouses around uh, New Hampshire we'll uh, come back get into some banking news when we get back one 800 Nope. 603-435-1105. Call in, share your thoughts. This is Free Talk Live. This
3: is Free Talk
0: Live, the live Sunday edition. The show where you can call in, bring up anything that's on your mind. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 603-435-1105. Tonight, joining you, it's Sam. And Wade. And Stephanie. And, well... Where do we go from here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have an update.
0: We have. Yes, we do. We have an update. Uh, Meg just came in and uh, told us that Rich Paul was taken straight to jail. I guess he's been cited so many times and is on so many different PR bonds for the various cannabis possession Uh, things as well as the trespassing and now this that i guess he's just been taken straight to jail a repeat offender and the bail commissioner showed up once again and i don't i won't spoil the story and get into all the details but needless to say the activist knew better than to pay him the forty dollars now that would have been quite a haul for him six people one trip $40 $40 a piece, that's... Uh, $240. Two, Yeah, 250 bucks for mm. an hour's worth of his time Ooh, to mm. drive more out than I to make. the police station.
2: Yeah, it's more than some attorneys make.
0: Yeah. So apparently he got a little fussy and was throwing pens at people, and by the time he got to Ian, nobody gave their address. <laughs> Um, Meg apparently didn't give her family name or weight and some other things. Yay hi. She, was
1: yay she
2: high. said she was yay hi when they asked her, her height. Yeah. When they asked her weight, she says you don't ask a lady that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Awesome. Awesome.
0: And so Ian, I guess, is being taken over to the new jail where he'll get to uh, reach out to all the people over there, and uh, mm. I'm sure that's going to be quite an experience that we'll get to hear about once he's uh, out of the slammer.
1: He's infiltrating people- the new jail. Yeah. He is, yeah. I wonder if some people will go over there and trespass and say hello to him.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'd like to go out there, but I guess it wouldn't be trespassing.
2: Is this the new jail that you've all had to be forced to pay for? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Millions of dollars. $40 million. $40 is Now, this is a county jail, right? County jail. Wow. Mm -hmm.
1: That was the funniest thing. The last time that I was there, after Freaking Fest, when the trespass of 12 happened, um, the cops claimed that it was private property. They tried to actually tell us with a straight face that this was private property. Yeah, and they well, they, they put up signs. So yeah, they put up signs. If they put up said,
0: signs that magically makes it private property. Uh, what What are you suggesting?
1: Not by my logic. I mean, how <laughs> how can you possibly justify? Everybody that Everybody was stolen from to pay for this jail, and then somehow they had a sign out front that said "owner," and it was some Politico guy, you know, commissioner guy or something like that. Uh, and a couple of us, you know, called the jail and said. Um, we've just been informed that this is, you know, private property. Can you tell us how that, that happens when everybody was forced to pay for it? And they said, uh, well, um, and then hung up basically. They didn't Yeah, really they got nothing. nothing.
0: They don't answer. have to answer you.
1: Yeah, I guess not. We're <laughs> how not dare important. you ask this question? Pay up, pay your taxes and, and shut up. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, all right. So, uh, that may be all that we hear about that tonight. But, uh, again, Ian is, uh, going off to county jail over in, uh, in now Keene, New Hampshire, just outside in Marlboro. So um, who knows where it's going to go from there. Along with Rich Paul, everyone else, I believe, has been bailed out. The bail commissioner was very upset because he didn't get his money and he might never get it. So, And
1: he apparently uh, got a little nasty and threw a writing implement at somebody. Yeah, he, very, this um, was the same I'm guy. I,
0: I was actually the first person not to pay him because he came out to uh, to me when they had me in jail and they decided to throw me out. And I refused to sign the paperwork. I refused because I didn't accept the terms. I would just sit there in jail. And uh, the Supreme Court would have to rule on some of the motions that were put before them. So they didn't want to do that. So I never paid him that $40. I don't know if he got it from the jail or what, but uh, it it didn't come from me. So it's clearly you do not have to pay it. And this is the same guy. It's the the big overweight guy that pulls in in his big pickup truck that's $50,000 pickup truck. And he just parks it across the lines because... He's in charge. I'm part of the system, so I can I can do those things. <laughs> I can I can even park on the red line sometimes and get away with it.
2: <laughs> and he knows all the cops, so he doesn't get a ticket. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, okay, Wayne, let's um, let's change tracks here. Of course, you guys can call in, share your thoughts, bring up anything that's on your mind. 603-435-1105, But in the meantime, we'll talk about what we want and. I really like covering the financial aspects and some of the things that are going on in the banking industry. We've had the the guy that's been calling in Free Talk Live, taking one issue at a time at the beginning of every show. He, he talked about uh, banking, fiat money, bonds, you know, got mm-hmm. into all kinds of different things. I think that kind of financial intelligence and understanding the basics of what's going on is very important. So we're trying to, you know, Wayne when you and I are on, we like to focus on the monetary aspects and we brought a lot of that into the discussion here tonight. And it, because it's so far reaching, I mean it, it it impacts everybody. If you use dollars, if you hold dollars, you're being stolen from. I mean they're they're spending this money right out from under you insidiously. And they want to leave you holding the bag. They want to collapse the economy, consolidate the wealth, take it all from the people. Meanwhile they're cutting services, they're raising taxes, and they're telling you, well, you know, you're just going to have to do with less. You're just going to have to do with less because we got to keep growing government. I mean, what? Do you do you want us to lay off bureaucrats? Is that the answer? No. No, no, we have to keep growing our business. And meanwhile, you know, all the other businesses, people are facing 10 and 20% unemployment around the country. Of course, they're lying about those figures along with the inflation figures that they're lying about. You know, the the house of cards here I think is really starting to come down. It's accelerating. It, it, they're, they're doing all these stopgap measures, but they're, they're hitting the gas and like the, the muffler fell off.
2: <laughs> and every time, you know, because we have the internet now, uh, all these different layers of corruption are all coming oh, to yeah, the forefront. very apparent. And there's so much of it now, but it, it has to come out for it to be reformed.
0: Yeah. And it's I think it's the independent media that is putting the spotlight in exactly. so many different places. That's
1: why they don't like the independent media.
0: Yeah. Before they, they could control the story, they could tell the mainstream, oh, well, no, no, just don't report on it. Don't report on it. It'll be fine. Nobody will know. And and it gets swept under the rug. Well, mm-hmm. now CNN is getting beat by the independent media for views. So is, uh you know, MSNBC and all the others. The independent media, while it may not be you know, a few large collective organizations, they're kicking the pants off of the mainstream media because people know they're getting lied to. That's why newspaper circulations are dropping. That's why people are turning off their TVs and instead getting their news from the internet. And because
1: it's free. And it's free, yeah. Well, and it's, and free, it yeah. have, well, no and it's better. It,
0: you know, you can get... I may not agree with you or with the two of you guys in here, but... Um, you know we can all go out and find stories that are relevant to the types of of topics to the things that we're interested in and we can get news specifically tailored to our beliefs to our views to the things that we care Absolutely. about And you can't do that with uh mainstream media it's just not really possible but uh you know this apparently now is spilling out into the drug war in mexico and texas and uh mm-hmm. the banks are, have certainly got their hands in the pie why don't you tell us about that wayne
2: well, there was a story about two weeks ago on Bloomberg entitled Banks Financing Mexico Gangs uh, Admitted in Wells Fargo Deal. And it, it goes on, it says, Just before sunset, on April tenth, two 2006, a DC-9 jet landed at the international airport in the port city of uh, Coated del Carmen, 500 miles east of Mexico City. As soldiers on the ground approached the plane, The crew tried to shoo them away, saying there was a dangerous oil leak. So the troops grew suspicious and searched the jet. They found 128 black suitcases packed with 5.7 tons of cocaine valued at $100 million. The stash was supposed to have been delivered from Caracas to drug traffickers in Toluco, which is near New uh, Mexico City. Near the border. Yes. Uh, Mexican prosecutors later found. Law enforcement officials also discovered something else. The smugglers had bought the DC-9 with laundered funds they transferred through the two biggest banks in the U.S. Bloomberg Markets Magazine reports uh, this in August uh, 2010 issue. This is no isolated incident. Wachovia Bank, it turns out, had made a habit of helping move money for Mexican drug smugglers. Wells Fargo, Inc., who bought uh, Wachovia in 2008, has admitted in court that its unit failed to monitor and report suspected money laundered by n- narcotics traffickers. Now, wait a minute. cash. How could that to be? Used to buy four planes that shipped a total of 22 tons of cocaine.
0: Now, there's, something's not right here. Because when you or I go into the bank and you deposit more than $10,000, they fill out a, a suspicious transaction report and That's report right. you to the federal government. So these planes were, what, on sale for 9500
2: <laughs> No, they weren't. They were they're, they're millions of dollars for these planes.
0: So how did they how did they get this through? I mean, it, clearly the banks wouldn't be in on this and actually knowing that they're they're taking drug money that people are being killed over in order to uh, to turn a profit. Are they?
2: Apparently, their their banks are letting these people get away with this, and this has actually been out kind of in the shadows, talked about in the media or the main the uh, alternative media for some time but now it's just right out in the open it's just it's surprising bloomberg has a story about this that's how out in the open it is just like yeah. about how the, the us military was starting to actually take over the uh, opium trade in
0: afghanistan yeah, right out in the open i was
1: surprised that bloomberg would print something like that it's yeah it, well it's surprising
0: it, there is evidence of this happening before i think it was a documentary cocaine cowboys i watched where they talked about how miami all the skys- skyscrapers all the development was drug money. It was drug money funneled by the banks. They knew what was going on. Everybody was doing it. You know, it's just uh, how things are done in the business. We are launching into hour number three of Free Talk Live, the Sunday edition. It is the show about your calls if you make them. 603-435-1105 is the number. Long distance charges do apply. Tonight, it's Sam here with you.
1: And Wayne, And Stephanie.
0: And we are, well, we started in the last hour talking about some of the banks and uh, the what's going on with Mexico and the drug war and how some of the Money is apparently being laundered by not the Mexican banks, but the U.S. banks, the largest U.S. banks. The big
2: ones, the big boys. To
0: buy some little things like uh, large jet airplanes and cases full of $100 million worth of uh, cocaine and -hmm. that sort of thing. And so, uh, Wayne, why don't you continue on with this story? Just give us a a brief recap for those just joining us and jump right in.
2: Basically, what they found out is, is that uh, there was a plane that was stopped in Mexico City, and they found 120, 128 black suitcases packed with 5.7 tons of cocaine valued $100 million. And as they looked closer, they found out that the airplane was actually uh, financed and bought through laundered funds uh, through two of the biggest banks in the U.S. And this was reported by Bloomberg. So this, this is an, out in the mainstream, wide out, right out in the open. And it was no isolated incident. Uh, Wachovia Bank, as it turns out, had made a habit of helping to move money for Mexican drug smugglers. So this admission came in an agreement that the Charlotte, North Carolina-based Wachovia struck with federal prosecutors in March, and it sheds light on the largely undocumented role of U.S. banks in contributing to the violent drug trade that has convulsed Mexico for the past four years. Wachovia admitted it didn't do enough to spot illicit funds in handling $378.4 billion for Mexican currency exchange houses from 2004 to 2007. That's the largest violation of the so called Bank Secrecy Act an anti-money laundering law in U.S. history.
0: <laughs> Billions of dollars are, yes. are being laundered through the banks, and they're not even reporting it. And then and you also... Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, meanwhile, they're checking up on you know Joe Schmo down the street for oh, yeah. depositing too many checks on one day or something, You mm-hmm. know, asking him for his Social Security number and all of his papers if he wants to open a checking account.
2: And then you also find out in some of these stories that, that some of these so-called drug lords that get busted or get invaded by US military in foreign countries are the ones who aren't laundering their money through the banks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is really interesting. Uh,
0: yeah, and it's the same thing going on in Afghanistan. We had I mentioned this in the last segment where the the mainstream media, BBC came out and showed pictures of the soldiers loading big bags of black tar heroin onto trucks and uh, guarding the the poppy fields with the M16s and so forth. And then you know, like just a couple months ago, or I think a month ago, we heard a story that came out of there saying that they're cracking down on the uh, opium dealers. Well, no, they're not. They're protecting them. Well, which ones are getting cracked down on and which ones are getting protected? Exactly. The ones who are paying off the CIA, the ones who are cooperating with the U.S. military and helping them kill the people that they want to go over there and kill mm-hmm. are the ones who are not getting busted.
2: And when you think about the whole war on drugs argument against it, it's all so logical. It's it's so it makes so much sense. But there's a problem. It does because
0: drugs get in people's lives and they ruin them. They cause a lot of uh, families to to really be destroyed and torn apart. It causes a lot of heartache in people's lives.
2: Exactly. So, but at the same time, what people fail to realize though drugs. is is that the people, the big boys, the people who are really orchestrating all this, want drugs to be illegal because it's a lot more profitable when it's illegal. There's a risk premium. The big boys never get busted the lower level dealers just get cycled in and out of the prisons
0: yeah well and you've got the the cia needs to fund its black ops projects Mm -hmm. somehow so there's a lot of speculation that they do it by selling weapons by selling drugs by doing all of these things because they don't want to be dependent on on
2: congress or the president for funding because they've had a few scares in the past where the president was going to shut them down like jfk for example (laughs) and and so (laughs) yes they and and then during the vietnam war that was the first big squall of that where uh there was a lot of rumor of of heroin coming in in body bags from southeast asia mm-hmm. and that's really when the the whole cult the, the drug problem in this country started was the, during the vietnam war
0: and then you've also have the police who they've had a trillion dollars spent on them you think they're ready to say goodbye to uh what 50 60% of their police force probably more than that probably more like Seventy to eighty percent of their police force, because once you legalize drugs, the prices go down. You don't have the the kids. We were in the park last night, uh, or not last night, the night before for the nightcap, and these two guys come in, and man, they were out of it. Like I could look at them; they're like they're kind of shaking almost a little bit. They're looking around; they're just not really. Um, here in the same reality as the rest of us in the mm-hmm. park were. And mm-hmm. I, I could tell these guys are on Oxycontin or heroin or, uh, you know, one of the other uh, prescription drugs that well, they're Well, it's illegal, Sam. Well, it's not stopping them. <laughs> and the reason that I knew this is because every time I go into jail, there are people there. This time, the last time, the guy on the way to from the court to the jail he was trying to open the door. He's in handcuffs. We're going down the interstate at 60 miles an hour, and he's trying to open the door so he can jump out of the moving van in handcuffs and hopefully get away. Wow. Because he did not want to go back and get off, go through the detox of getting off of these drugs.
2: What country was it? I think it was Portugal. There was a story recently how they de- decriminalized drugs and yeah. drug use declined sharply. It, it, yeah, it does yeah,
0: same thing with uh, Amsterdam. It goes up initially and then it declines because... The, the mystery is gone, you know, and people... The uh, crime
2: goes away. Yeah. The, uh, um, the, I, I, there's
0: not this uh, forbidden fruit safer. aspect to it anymore. And so I've seen guys just like these two folks who wandered into the car or into the park the other night. Uh, they they get hooked on these drugs, and it's an addiction. It's a sickness. These people need medical attention, Yes, and they're not being given mm-hmm. it. Instead, they're being eventually... They Punished. They like, you know, I talked to one guy. Well, we were, we got really effed up, and uh, we were high, and it was awesome. And and uh, then we realized, well, how are we going to do this tomorrow night? So their answer was to go rip the copper out of some abandoned building, and that's what they got arrested for. Wow. Another guy was telling me, oh, we got this heroin. It was good, man. We. Shot up in the car and we're puking all the way home and oh, and I'm like, are you serious? How do you know it was yeah, heroin? This is, this is like a good time as you injecting something into your body that destroys your uh, health. and
1: That's such a good point, too. Like uh, so much of the petty crime and the theft and, yeah, the, you know,
0: 90% of it is, is what we drug hear from related. police.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous that, you know, that's the way that they pay for these things. And, you know, you don't see people going and robbing a convenience store for Beer and cigarettes, you see it. For, it happens, but it's rare. I suppose, it's not a common yeah. occurrence.
2: Because those things are not expensive. Yeah. Sure. And, and, dur- and see- during alcohol prohibition. Most of the alcohol, vast majority of it, was really the strongest, nastiest moonshine because yes. it was more efficient and easier to produce. A beer and wine were a lot more cumbersome and you were more likely to get caught. Exactly. And the same thing During with the illegal drugs.
1: They get more concentrated.
2: Yeah, l- like doing. crystal meth, those things are easier to um, uh, make illicitly. And because, to hide and, and, transport, to hide and, and transport. And to and transport. Yep, yeah. exactly. So if, if drugs were illegal or even at least decriminalized, you wouldn't have these problems and you wouldn't have people stealing to buy it because it would be cheap and it would be actually more consistent so you would have less overdoses for those yeah, who were using it.
0: Absolutely. It would be a much safer world for everybody. It's just it's harder for people to get that through their head because they've been through the indoctrination centers known as the government schools. And the mass
2: brainwashing you. tool called the television. Yeah, drugs are bad. We yeah, got a war just on say drugs. No. <laughs> just say
0: no.
1: No, you can't. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> it's okay
2: to say no, by the way. That, that part's okay. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, of
1: course. Yeah, the, I, I think a lot of us in this room aren't really avid, like... Drug users,
2: no, or I'm except for drinkers Wayne. or anything,
1: except for Wayne. Yeah, being of up. sound mind and body is.
2: <laughs> he was high doing for an me. eight ball in the car when I
0: pulled. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, what else is in this uh, story here? I heard some outrageous figures.
2: Yes, it was. Let me go pull it back here, but it was really ridiculous how much money billions this is. of
0: dollars 300, flying through Wachovia's hands. Three hundred seventy-eight
2: point so four billion between two thousand four and two thousand seven. That's wow. a lot of money.
1: So there's no way that they could have like not known about that. Of course, that's what
2: no.
0: This At some is. point, somebody knows who they're dealing with. Sure. Knows that uh, you know this is drug money. So. What do
1: you think's gonna happen to them?
0: Oh, slap on the wrist. Yeah, nothing. or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap this up if there's any more to that story and get into some other things. You can call in 603-435-1105. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, Sunday edition, the show where you can call in, bring up anything that is on your mind, 603-435-1105 603-435-1105 is the not-so-toll-free number. <laughs> I have, I've been listening to Free Talk Live so long and uh, so on that just the 800 259 number jumps into my head. And I have to clear <laughs> it out it. and say, wait, wait, Thanks, no, no. <laughs> You'll be calling who knows who show, and you'll be like one of the uh, callers that calls in expecting to talk to Alex Jones and gets Ian Freeman. What a rude surprise that <laughs> Did is! Did you for know some there of are
1: chemtrails <laughs> out
0: there? <laughs> oh, really? Tell us about that.
1: <laughs> well, this there is are? Alex, isn't it?
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, this is not Alex. It's Sam here with you, and Wayne,
1: and Stephanie,
0: and we've been talking about some of the things going on in banking and how the the large banks, the the ones who have supposedly basically have caused the crash the housing market collapse have caused a lot of the economic turmoil and who were swiftly punished by being given trillions of dollars and bloomberg also reported uh several six or i think six months ago that um the chief inspector over the tarp fund that was you know the 800 billion dollars that they got well that turns out he thinks that they've created 28 trillion dollars in liabilities and unfunded mandates and so forth and uh you know the the 700 b- uh billion number is just pulled out of thin air it's it's made up it's one window that they can go back to several times each month and get that same amount and once again the american public you know sit back drink your beer and enjoy Britney Spears and and let's talk about what baseball player is going where and 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 focus on that because that's far more important than you being robbed and and your wealth being stolen from you and the economy being collapsed around you and uh you know the the times that are coming no yeah. need to focus on that at all folks Check out what Britney Spears is doing.
1: Well, guys, I have to say, I don't have a particular um, inclination or interest towards financial stuff, and I don't—I probably don't have a, a, as high of an understanding of it as uh, you guys do, but I understand the concept that when the government controls uh, the printing of fiat money, they can just print as much as they want, and then the politically entrenched are the ones who seize those new dollars first that are worth more, and mm-hmm. they get the benefit from that, and then by the time it, that new money filters down to everybody else, it's worth less and less and less, and that's how they... Insidiously uh, steal your savings. Well, away. that's, that's
0: well part of it, but the government is not actually getting as much as they want. They have to go to this five private organization who basically paid a guy a hundred thousand dollars back in you know nineteen hundreds money. So. Mm-hmm half a million or if not more today to go in and lobby these congressmen, take them out to Jekyll Island where they could, uh, you know, this was a, a very long process and they had several failed attempts, mm-hmm. but eventually got them out there. They passed this bill in secret. And then when the Senate I think was closed for the holidays for Christmas break, the the three people got in there and voted this bill in. And because they didn't close you know, with some kind of silly term, mm-hmm. they didn't do some kind of technical formality to close the Senate. They were they claim that they were able to go in and do this, mm-hmm. and that's how this Federal Reserve system was put into place. And so, when they're going to get money, basically they're they're giving up control. They're 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 setting themselves up to be controlled by the money masters, by the people who can say, yeah, you no, know, you're going to do it this way or we'll start collapsing the money supply and bring about, bring about one of the worst economic depressions this world has ever seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. the person and who
1: holds the purse strings holds the power. Yeah,
0: and you've heard him, the, the House guy, getting up there and saying they threaten martial law if we don't pass the bailout. Mm-hmm. So they are making these threats. They know that you know they're in control. It doesn't matter who the little puppet is, whether it's Bush or Obama or anyone Clinton. else. Quentin, Pelosi, whoever you want to put in there, they're just puppets. They're- and since, the,
2: and since the, the fate, those fateful faithful days at Jekyll Island, and by the way, if you're interested in the subject, you can read G. Edward Griffin's excellent book called The Creature from Jekyll Island. But since the Federal Reserve Act was passed, we've had World War One, we've had the Depression, we've had World War II, the Korean War, and all the other wars and all the baloney since which is financed by this funny money that they can print and hand off to their friends in whatever industry, the military-industrial complex. And and, and basically, they can. It, it, the whole world is their oyster. It's their play toy, because they control the creation of money.
1: That makes total and, sense.
2: And, they take, and money used to be decentralized, because everybody held gold and silver coins. And so to get that money from them, you had to tax them directly. You had to send someone to their house to take it. And now they don't have to do that.
0: And now, Very clever, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah, absolutely. I, and... Unfortunately, though, or I guess fortunately, that system is starting to sort re-emerge. of fall apart, collapse.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the, the uh, system where people hold oh, coins yeah. Absolutely. is reemerging, and the other system is beginning to collapse, and they're holding on tighter and tighter to it, and they're accelerating their plans mm-hmm. to create a new reserve currency and and, and and further centralize the monetary power of the world.
0: Which I've heard that it's not going to be this new world, uh, you know, you're not going to get your world $1 bill or whatever. They're going to create sort of an electronic trading board where they control basically the value of all the different currencies and the relationships to each other and so forth. So it's basically like another rigged market. Like that's going to work really, really well. And that's kind of their their plan to to fix things. Not going to work. I don't think so either. All right. Is there anything more from this story on the uh, banks that you wanted to uh, bring out in it, there?
2: It's about a 12-page article. I can post the link to it if anybody's interested, or they can email me at wayne at and I can send them the, the URL to read, read in full. There's a lot of really interesting stuff in here.
0: Bloomberg. You can just give them the title.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's Bloomberg. It's entitled, Banks Financing Mexico Gangs Admitted in Wells Fargo Deal.
0: Right out in the open. They, right out in the and open. It's of just Bloomberg. getting. It's getting to where it's so corrupt that there's no real need to even hide it anymore. They know that what they're doing is criminal. They know the people are against them. Obama's and they know numbers are going to happen to them because of it. No consequences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obama's numbers are tanking, and uh, the government just doesn't care. They're like, eh, but what it's about so hope and change? At this point, I thought he was going to save everybody. <laughs> uh, oh, we're getting changed definitely. It's it's different now different than it was a year in the ago. Different face, White House. Yeah. yeah so okay well uh stephanie i know you of course you guys uh listening can call in and bring up anything 603-435-1105 but uh stephanie you had 10 ways that we are being tracked sure a story that you wanted to go into what's that all
1: about this is uh an article that i read on uh, com, and i thought it was interesting and you know some there are some people who who are very private and privacy matters a lot to them and i think uh Basically, in this society, privacy is is not free. If you want to be private, you have to go. It takes some work, certainly.
0: I'm kind of one of those people. I don't Mm -hmm. want, uh, you know, my personal address getting out on the Internet for anybody to come by and pay a visit who disagrees with one of my videos or or whatever. Right. Um, You know, there's just uh, there's no reason to give all of this information out just because someone with a clipboard and a white lab coat wants to ask the question. Yeah. Or a uniform or a costume or whatever.
1: That reminds me of the, the HIPAA Act where, you know, <laughs> when you give information to your doctor, you can't access it, but the government can for yeah. research purposes. Of right. Course. And they say it's anonymous, but that's And not of right.
0: course, they've been uh, taking blood since 19, oh, right. yeah. since the 70s. Probably a lot of us have. Of been. at least everyone in Texas. So that included me. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had my DNA on file because, hey, yeah. they're the government. That's you one trust of the things them, in this article, right? actually. Yeah, I
1: mean they they do take blood from babies to test for genetic diseases, and some some states have you know different numbers. But then they're cataloging it, and what are they doing with all this? Exactly, and most mothers, you know, most mothers when they when they get their baby tested for genetic diseases, they're not they don't know that the blood is going to be stored. Yeah, they're they're not consenting to that. that. Yeah, not informed consent.
0: All right, so we'll come back after the break and get into that. We've got a couple more segments coming up. You can call in if you like, 603-435-1105. Share your thoughts. Um, Otherwise, we'll be back. This is Free Talk Live. You are listening to Free Talk Live, the show about your calls if you make them. 1 800, oh, there I go again, 603 435 1105. Call in, bring up anything that's on your mind. And tonight it's Sam here with you. And Wayne.
1: And Stephanie.
0: And you can find out more at uh, Free Talk Live. Lots of great features over there. There is the Shrine of Female Listeners. There's a new uh, Shriner amplifier out there, doing uh, taking pictures in front of uh, someone who's done some c- civil disobedience.
1: Yes, that was so cool. I saw pretty that.
0: good pictures, and that was a great idea. What we're referring to is one at uh, Pork Fest. Someone came up with the idea to print out these red stickers. I don't know if you've seen these, Wayne. They have uh, they're red with white lettering on them that says "Paying Taxes."
1: So you see that and you, you know think... You
0: know what to do with them? What does that mean, right?
2: <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm dumbfounded. Put
0: them on stop signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love it because it challenges, you know, it, it, it uses the government's own propaganda against it because people <laughs> have been taught, stop, you know, you obey the government. It's a stop sign. You have to stop even if it's 3 a.m. in the morning and you can see that there's clearly not any other cars coming. You have to come to a complete stop because you are a subject. Wow. And so you put something like stop paying taxes on the sign and people read it and it triggers all of that same uh, sort of command and obey uh, mentality that the government is forced on people. And I think it'll uh, shock some people into waking up. So
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's
0: so a cool thing. You can check that out at shrine.freetalklive.com.
1: Speaking of the Shrine, actually... Uh- I don't know if, uh, maybe I should bring this up when when Ian's here, but there's a little bit of a controversy involving some ad that uh, for the Shrine of Female Listeners. What's that? Apparently, so, okay, I was on uh, Ernie Hancock's show earlier th- uh, last week uh-huh. um, to talk about pork therapy, and he was telling uh, Mike and I, my co-host, that there was a, a, an ad for Free Talk Live on Freedoms Phoenix, which is Ernie's website, that... Uh, Basically, it says visit the shrine of female listeners and then it has a girl and the girl is completely dressed. She basically just has a headphones on and she's listening to free talk live or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he said that he got email from somebody in the audience who said, oh, I thought this was supposed to be a conservative website. And you're you're putting you're exploiting Hmm. women. You're putting up these images of women and uh, apparently, you know, was very upset about this. And, And he basically replied and said, look. It's nothing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's pretty ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) if you look, there are pictures of eight-year-olds. Are those being uh, taken advantage of? Um, And
1: babies, yeah, they couldn't control having taken a picture (laughs) of the baby listening to Free Talk Live. (laughs) These are
0: people who who enjoy the show, who want to say, hey, you know, I'm a female listener, and this is something that I enjoy. Because in talk radio, it's mostly guys 20, what is it, 25 to 40 or something, that uh, primarily are, are traditionally the ones listening to talk radio Mm -hmm. and so when you when ian can can put something like this together and show that yeah we do have a lot of female listeners if you talk about something that they're interested in and you give people the opportunity to sort of guide things and share their opinions and not ram some idea down their throat but really have an open discussion that that's something that appeals to more than just men and it also I think there's a lot of people, like there was a Sunday or a Saturday night show where a guy called in and he's like, Hey, I just found you guys. I love what you're saying. I've never heard these things before.
1: Yeah, that happens like every Saturday night. Well, they're
0: like, uh, this kid was all, well, Mark asked him, well, how'd you find us? Oh, my dad's radio is broke and it only works on the AM dial and I'm in his car, so I was <laughs> scanning through the dial and found it.
1: Wow, lucky.
0: The kids, oh. the, the, the those young whippersnappers are not scanning the AM (laughs) dial for compelling, interesting content. They
1: might be scanning the Internet. That's how I started listening to Free Talk That's true. But there are a
0: lot more people who are sitting on the FM band, switching between stations, and some talk stations are FM now. But I think that's the way forward. And by promoting this and showing this to program directors as well as other listeners and other female listeners out there, it sort of uh, brings that out and uh, lets people know that, hey, this is a show that will appeal to everyone.
1: Yeah. So, freedom is universal. I mean, the message it really of, is yeah. and, and
2: it's spreading all over the world. And I was really blown away when I looked at some of the Ron Paul websites during his presidential campaign. And there were there were Ron Paul meetup groups in foreign countries.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. We had a huge one. In fact, that's how I was. Uh, that was my first sort of stepping out into the world of activism oh, interesting. is I heard I free talk live. I started listening and there was a pretty good sized Ron Paul meetup group. In fact, his brother uh, would come out to a lot of the, or no, his son would come out to a lot of the uh, events and so forth. And uh, so I got to meet him and uh, talk to him uh, quite a bit. And, I, you know, I realized that uh, this is politics. It's disgusting. They're not that, you know, they're just jumping through a bunch of hoops. This is not really for mm-hmm. me, but it was sort of a, a process that I needed to go through to understand. Okay. I don't think the answer's here. Where yeah. else is it? And I'm glad you didn't I get burned
1: looking. out and just stop going because of that. I'm glad. Yeah. You didn't well, it I mean, level. I had already decided that you
0: liked. I wanted to do, you know, something with this and do a lot more. And uh, that was just something I could do locally while I was there because yeah. there weren't all of these civil disobedience people around. I was still. And
1: then you moved to New Hampshire and there were all these around. people doing drinking beer in the police station. Like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Destroying the young minds of, <laughs> of the local community. I feel destroyed. I All right. So let's get back <laughs> into the story that we were talking about. Oh, 10 ways the that uh, you are being tracked from Lou
1: Right. Well, it was actually reposted on Lou but it's from the activist post. Apparently I don't never, not familiar with that website. Okay. Anyway. Okay. The war on terror is a worldwide endeavor that has spurred massive investment into the global surveillance industry, which now seems to be becoming a war on uh, quote, Liberty and privacy. Given all that the new monitoring technology, uh, sorry, given all the new monitoring technology being implemented, the uproar over war- warrantless wiretaps now seems moot. High-tech first-world countries are being tracked, traced, and databased literally around every corner. Governments, aided by private companies, are ga- gathering a mountain of information on how average citizens, uh, who seem, uh, who so far seem willing to trade liberty for supposed security, here are some of just the uh, just some of the ways that the matrix of data is being collected. And the first one is GPS. So they're saying G- GPS chips are now uh, appearing in everything from U.S. passports to cell phones to cars. More common uses include tracking employees uh, in all forms of private investigation. And I, this is totally true about GPSs in phones. I mean, I worried. Oh yeah. I worried about reading this article because it may have sort of a, I don't know, co- conspiratorial or kooky sounding bent to it. I suppose, but I remember. Um, Talking to Brad Jardis one time when he was a when he was a cop in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. he quit his job because he realized that what he was doing was wrong, and that was cool. Um, but he was telling me that you know he can't count the number of times that he's used someone's cell phone to track where they are. Oh yeah, so yeah, they do it, it all, the all the time,
0: all the time, and it it takes just a matter of seconds. We used to actually sell the um, the positioning system. Because we had test clients deployed at all of the uh, cell, cell towers, uh-huh. and they're communicating with each other to complete uh, messages from, from call signaling for setup and troubleshooting and so forth. Yeah. But we could issue a command and just have it spit back the location from the three um, radio uh, basically. trying Yeah, doing yeah. triangulation. We would give the radio measurements.
1: That only works so much accuracy, I think. Within you, yeah. about
0: uh, five meters, right. I think. Right, okay. So... And it, you know, it takes seconds. We would turn it over to a company called True Position and then they would come up with uh, where you are. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's uh, slightly creepy to me. I mean, you know, not that I, of course, have anything to hide or anything like that, but I don't really want the cops to be able to track me and know where I am by my cell phone. I mean, I carry it with me everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, you know, (laughs) there are also these commercials. Have you guys seen these for um, OnStar or like the the systems in cars? Where there's basically a commercial where um, someone's driving in a car and there's I don't know there's a 911 call or a cop or something like that and uh, and they say well the this guy is here and then, then it says like shutting down your vehicle and so they yeah. can remotely shut keeping down the
0: car. you safe they they yeah. can uh, they can lock your doors yeah they can deflate your tires they can you know in oh. some cars um, they can kill your engine mm-hmm. and they can also turn on the microphones inside of your car.
2: Yep, and, and just go seeing. ahead
0: and listen to you know your your conversation, what you're talking about, who you're with, that sort of thing. It's it's really a great system, yeah, coming I mean, out of uh, government motors there.
1: And I could see how that could be. Um used for good you know any any kind of technology oh yeah uh, is is a double-edged sword right it can be used for great life enhancing purposes that make everything better and it can be used for the government to abuse you and hurt you yeah and maybe cases of mistaken identity or whatever you know and
0: unfortunately you know, under the government paradigm they will use it to control the lives of others and micromanage and tell us all how to live what to do and uh we'll get into some more ways that the government is used being used to track you and uh That's it, Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the live Sunday edition. It is the show about your calls. There's still time for you to uh, call in and join the program if you make it now, 603-435-1105. For those of you who heard me uh, leaving the last break, I just kind of ran out of uh, things to say there, because <laughs> I think this bumper music just gets really loud, and it's hard to try and uh, talk over it and, and think of what you're saying, and I don't even know if you guys can hear me, because it goes goes up. Goes it, gives, it gives me a mini-stroke. A mini-stroke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'll see if we can get that uh, maybe corrected or flattened out a little bit. And uh, so, if uh, you guys don't want to call in, we will continue on and talk about the 10 ways that we're all being tracked. So, Stephanie, what's uh, next on the list?
1: All right. The next one is internet. Internet browsers are recording every move, forming detailed cookies on your activities. The NSA has been exposed as having cookies on their site that don't expire until 2035. Major search (laughs) engines know where... That's reasonable.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, computers last... uh, Five ten years, oh, so gosh, they're yeah. <laughs> pushing it out for twenty five years.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, and you're on a low low carb diet, so you don't like cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I like
1: right. cookies. <laughs> I purge my cookies. No cookies. Yeah, <laughs> for
0: the less technical. Thank you, Wayne. Or uh, just a little bit of information, like a unique serial number that gets put into your browser, so that every time you come back, they can associate you with that uh, that computer with that internet request.
1: Right. And you know they can be used for a variety of purposes. I oh yeah,
0: guess. you know it keeps track of your login when you go back to a forum, so you don't right. have to log in and use a username and password every time. Sure, it keeps track of uh, you know when you're shopping through Amazon or most other stores. That that's how they keep track of you. Is they get, they put a cookie on your machine and sort of as you go through and select different products and put them into your shopping cart, mm-hmm. it knows that you're the one doing all of those things. Yeah, they so, do that
1: on Amazon. FreeTalkLive. Com, right? They sure do. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure.
2: I don't like cookies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, does does any, anybody here use Gmail, like in the actual browser?
0: Not very often. I have yeah. a Gmail account, finally, but I mostly do it through my own uh, clients, through yeah. Thunderbird. Or, uh, oh, hey, I use that, too. Or yes, I I've actually <laughs> I've just installed for the first time Ubuntu, uh-huh. which is the oh, Linux how do you like that? version. I tried
1: that, and I just couldn't hack it. I wasn't good enough.
0: I, you know, I tried <laughs> it Linux. a couple years ago, and when they said, oh, it's ready for mainstream now. Yeah. And I was typing in RTM minus, you know, do, doing these... Linux shell commands, and uh-huh. I'm like, okay, if I have to type in Linux shell commands yeah. in order to get this <laughs> thing to load, this is not mainstream. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I burned the CD. It installed inside of uh, an hour. Uh, it boots up in about four seconds. Now, yeah. this is my new editing uh, workstation. I still have to put Windows uh, 7 on because mm-hmm. the Adobe uh, Creative Suite uh, right. application doesn't run on Linux yet. They haven't mm-hmm. done the drivers yet. Mm-hmm. And so, and and you can't really do a virtualizer where you can create sort of a Windows that runs inside of Linux mm-hmm. and then you don't have to do a dual boot and all that. But I, right. I'm still going to have to do that. But I think, you know, just on my initial experiences, the thing boots up and shuts down in four seconds. The uh, And it's not like it comes up. And then it's crippled for the next two to five minutes while it's loading <laughs> all of these silly programs like Windows. That, that Windows does. <laughs> it's just, I, I'm like, why? All of the drivers, I didn't install any drivers. Everything works from the latest uh, Sound Blaster titanium frailty card that's in there to, uh, you know, the the video card that's super high end and all brand new. Uh, the SSD drive is working. It, it just, it recognized everything. Uh, state it brought cool. it all in and... It works, and there are all of these great applications out there. Different things that I can do with it. The the sort of secondary application market has really picked up some steam, and it's all open source. So it's going to get better and better and better. Exactly.
1: It's
2: more secure too. Oh, yeah. absolutely.
0: That's
1: the power of open so source.
2: So,
0: really yeah, I've you know amazing. given this and knowing what all the things Windows is doing, and Microsoft wants to have this TPA thing in where they can. Your uh, your computer uh, processor sends out your serial number, kind of like a cookie to anybody that wants it. Oh, And, you know, I've just, I've had enough of them uh, getting sticking their nose in my business and trying to track me and so forth against my will.
1: And suing people for IP things, right? Didn't they sue somebody or, you know, because, or somebody sued them maybe, I don't know. Um, Yeah,
0: (laughs) the lawsuits are, and IP is really used kind of as a tool, as a negotiating tool, mostly in corporate America is what I've found.
1: Well, it's enough that they, you know, their business model is to patent everything and restrict everything. Yeah. But whereas uh, something like Linux is up open source and anyone can improve it or change it or sim- mm-hmm. modify it to suit, suit their needs. So and like and it,
0: it just throws out a lot of the intellectual property nonsense yes. that goes on today. And Some people still sort of hold on to it. But, yeah, it's, it's fast becoming a great product. And I think it's something I'm going to uh, to start using as much as I can. And I hope to transition away from Windows here in the next I don't know, a couple of years. Sounds it's great. just, I'm waiting on the uh, applications. They got to be there for me to do what I do. Maybe
1: well, I should give it another try. The My office app gutbox.
2: loads with it, which is nice. Yeah.
0: And mail Open and office. everything yeah. else. It's all pre-configured. All those little extra programs that you have to spend hours going through and downloading and reinstalling and so forth. Most of them come right out of the box. And if you don't like the Ubuntu version, it's called a distribution then you can go pick out one of the other ones that's maybe suited for musicians or for uh... security minded people or you know there's all of these different flavors out there with different applications different setups different restrictions different security measures and you just kind of take your pick from the best of the best of what's best for you.
2: It's also really nice if you get a new computer and maybe you want to keep your old your old one's perfectly good, but it's running like mm-hmm. a dog with windows, it's got a bunch of viruses on it. So you have an old laptop or old desktop that's still good, so you load Ubuntu Ubuntu on there <laughs> and you keep, and then you have your new computer like with Windows 7 yeah. and it's like a whole yeah. new machine. It'll run faster, it'll be more stable. And, and it's, an, it's a second computer that can be used for a lot of useful purposes.
0: Yeah, so I know Ian's still a little critical of it, but I'm, I've drank the Kool-Aid at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else uh, do you have in the, out of that story?
1: Oh, okay, so it says major search engines know where you surf last summer, and I guess uh, Start Page would be the uh, solution to that, right, the proxy server? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Online purchases are database, supposedly for advertising and customer service uses. IP addresses are collected and even made public. Controversial websites can be flagged internally by government sites, as well as rerouting all traffic to block sites the government wants to censor.
0: And they were just in the news for uh, pulling down, I think, 70,000 blog pages because one in guy. I don't remember where. I think it was think, here. Oh, really? Uh, they, there was one guy who had some objectionable content. So they went to the ISP and said, yeah, you, you need to give us the server. And so they, they, and the IPK,
1: uh, there's they the had no
0: choice is what they were saying. Of course, they had a choice. They could say no and face the consequences, the wrath of the, the criminal gang. I don't blame them for cowering at that and just saying, oh, OK, here you go, federal government. We'll just we'll just turn off our entire system and wipe out the, the thoughts and the contributions of 70,000 people. Well,
2: how do they know that this one person wasn't a provocateur like a Hal Turner or something?
0: Well, uh, they don't, but they you don't, know, right. the, the men with guns have a piece of paper that says they can do X. So you better do it. Okay. That's what it comes down to.
1: Right. Okay. So, um, uh, I mean, basically that's it for the, uh, internet thing. They're just, uh, listing a bunch of ways that you're tracked online. Next okay. is RFID. Forget your credit cards, which are meticulously tracked or the membership cards for things so insignificant as movie rentals, which require your social security number. Everyone has Costco, CVS, grocery chain cards, and a wallet or purse full of many, many more. RFID or proximity cards take uh, tracking to a new level in uses ranging from loyalty cards, student ID, physical access, and computer network access. This is really interesting. Latest developments include an RFID powder developed by Hitachi, for which the multiple uses are endless, perhaps including tracking hard currency so we don't even keep cash undetected. Well, cash isn't hard currency, either. It's fiat currency, but <laughs> hard currency is gold and silver. But, but I digress. Anyway, um, they've developed some kind of RFID powder, apparently. And oh yeah, could, you know, go on anything. So you've heard about they are same? just.
0: I mean, it's, it's they're smaller than grains of sand. Yeah, that uh, they There's can a just sort of sprinkle in article.
1: It's it's crazy. It's the it magic is. dust? And it's gonna it's
0: gonna get everywhere. I mean, they're going to use this to track people and create this, uh, co- this authoritarian lockdown society where uh, people have to beg permission, and and if they don't like you, they can just turn you off. Wayne, you can't go shopping anymore because you don't have the government-approved ID, and by the way, we're tracking you from the RFID tag in your jeans and your shoes. Uh, That pair of headphones has one. The watch you're wearing has an RFID tag and the ID in your wallet, and we can tie all those together. So even if you're not carrying your wallet on you where we have that ID number, We've seen you previously go by with all of these groups of RFID numbers, so now we can associate you just by all of the things that you own. Or maybe if you give stuff out as gifts, now we can figure out who your friends are because we know that you, know, you had this RFID number and now it's showing up with this other profile.
2: Yeah, but that's what Facebook is for.
0: <laughs> that's true and a lot of people are uh, are willing to uh, give it up here yeah, and I think that's one and just sort longer. of throw their privacy under the bus and uh, you know it doesn't have to be important to everybody but
2: uh they got it, pictures of themselves smoking dope
0: it can and will be used against <laughs> yeah. you so that's it for the Sunday edition uh, for those of you that didn't hear Ian's in jail um We'll, I'm sure, hear more about that tomorrow. And tonight it's been Sam, I am, and Wade. And Stephanie, thank you. Join us back uh, Monday
3: for more free time.